we got applause it's been exactly one week since i've been live from the, the studio hey what's up dudes johnny being here this is exclusively van halen the van halen show on youtube on twitch on facebook you guys i know it says mag magazine giveaway but hey we'll give away a book tonight we've got some some great guys uh with a book that they they wrote we'll be talking to them uh van halen news anything that happened this week we can talk about and uh yeah so make sure to participate in the live chat and join us okay we're live on facebook there we go all right this is johnny bean tv for what is january 30th 2024 all right uh here we go hey this is michael anthony right here and you are watching exclusively van halen on the johnny bean tv keep it there Woo! See ya! Yo, what's up, dudes? We're back. Back from the NAM show where I streamed something like a total of like, uh, I don't know, 72 hours. I'm still exhausted, you guys. I don't know if you saw my shoulder. I have like bruises from my backpack. My, it's crazy. But you guys, welcome. We have a lot of new people here. So I just want to say welcome, you guys. We got something like 300 new people over the past few days you guys so are awesome we hit that twelve thousand mark not yet we're, we're looking to hit twelve thousand youtube subscribers pretty soon but uh and then when we hit uh twenty thousand we'll be giving uh something away oh, nice. on youtube <laughs> so yeah so hey let's let's do some introductions and then let's say hello to our uh, our channel members all right, you're gonna have to remind me again of your names. Jim. Jim Serger. Mm -hmm. Jim Serger is here. Yes, sir. Thanks, Johnny. You're welcome. And Chris. Put a B on. Burger. Burger. Yep, that's it. Drop, <laughs> drop the S and put a B. Burger. Oh, good. Hey, Serger and Burger. Thanks for having me on, Johnny. There it's we Serger go. Serger and Burger in the mornings. <laughs> you guys need to make a show. That's right. Go. It's true. You guys, you guys should make your own show, and and actually, if if you do make your own show, see, this is where the the, the promotions come in. If you do your own show, use Streamyard. That's what we're using here. It's very easy to use. Ask, is it Chris? Was it Chris? Yes. I, I it was one of you guys. I, I was saying, hey, we use Streamyard when we do this stuff, and one of you was like, hey, this is amazing. This this is like because you guys have done a bunch of these interview things already. This is definitely the easiest thing to use. Oh, and 100%. Stream, StreamYard I, is not been... paying me to say that yet. Right, right, right. <laughs> yet. <laughs> StreamYard doesn't even like me, so. <laughs> yeah, they hate him. I had a hard time getting on, but we resolved it quickly. 
<laughs> cool. Well, hey, you guys, we're going to hang out tonight and, and we're, we're going to talk about Jim and Chris. They have a, a, a new book here called Jump, 40th anniversary of attending the 1984 Van Halen concert. Absolutely. Where can you that. buy that at? Yes, sir. You can get it on Amazon, Target.com, Walmart, anywhere books are sold nationwide, worldwide. So anywhere. Okay. Good question, Ron. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. And I think we'll be giving one away tonight, too. Yeah. Wait, that should be applause, not laughter. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> it's been a week since I've done one of these shows. There we go. Did you you know what you should carry that when you go to Nam and say, hey, channel ID? Nah, the, and they do it through the clapping. Right. I actually I took this with me, but I never used it this year. Oh. It was in my bag. But actually, as I was leaving my hotel, um, I had it I had to repack my bag and it kept uh it kept going off. The burp. Everywhere I would walk, the burp kept happening. Oh, oh no. Everywhere. So yes, it's pretty, I loved it, huh? It's pretty can, weird. Can you get that off of Amazon too when you're ordering the book? Is that where we can get one of those? One of these? Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're like 18 okay. bucks on Amazon. The sound machine. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I've been using these on my show for something like six years, seven years. Something like that. They're great. That's great. He he was gonna retire it, but <laughs> I was actually gonna retire this, but then I had a, a, a guest. Um and uh, we were talking on the phone one time after he'd been on the show. And he's like, Johnny, that, that little sound machine that you use. He's like, I love that. He's like, I love that. You have to keep using that. It's awesome. It reminds me of when I was a kid watching TV, you know, in like the 50s. I guess there was right, some show in the right. 50s where they used right. had a bunch of weird noises and stuff. So he told me to keep using this. And, and so. Howdy doody. So we, we use it. Oh. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. Nothing awesome. beats sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that reminds me. Yeah, because this actually is a podcast. You, you can you can listen. Well, you can actually watch these shows. We can listen to them on Spotify. You can watch. You can watch. You can listen. You can, you can listen to these shows on iHeartRadio, on, on uh, what? Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher. Wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to these episodes. But hey, let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean YouTube channel. Channel membership is a great way you can help support the channel and support these shows. And the top tier are the executive producers. They are currently Sherman Callahan, Michael B. Live, CC, Nova 9, Michael Smith, Music Therapy Laz, who's on his way back up from uh, the L.A. from the NAMM show. Arhabs, Warlag, Patty Dill, Fairfield Guitar Co., Majestic P, B, and J Cat, Guitar Man 45, and Janice Lala, the intern. Yes. Thank you, Janice, for all your help while I was out on the uh, on the road. Yeah, all I the, don't all think the, she's here. All the tweet. Well, she's not here? No, not yet. <laughs> she's still out there? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's gotten to the point where I actually, I think I need it like an actual intern, like in real life. It's, right. it's, th these shows are just getting so busy and, and crazy. And, and, right. and, and, and look at this. We've got 50, 51 people watching us already. We're just a few minutes into this. Yeah, that's pretty good. You guys are awesome. Awesome. Don't forget to smash that thumbs up button. We got 16 thumbs ups. Subscribe to the channel if you're brand new. 
And let's see, let's do a couple, a couple other, uh, let's see, promotions really quickly. We're live on Facebook right now, Johnny Bean personal page. You can help support uh, using, uh, what is it, uh, Facebook stars. We're also live in the exclusively Van, Van Halen group. I know it's 60, it says 62.3 thousand members. There's actually like 63 thousand members in there now. All so we got right. to change that. Uh, we're live in the EVH Gear Fans Live group, EVH Gear Fans Live page, Johnny Bean TV group. We are live. We are live on Twitch, which, which, uh, which is awesome. And here on YouTube, if you would like to help support the channel and, and, and do some pretty cool things while we are live, these lights you can magically change in real time during the live show. And the way you do that is with Super Chats. If I can find that, there we go. Super chat. It's a way you can help support the channel and support these shows. So if you want to make sure we see your question or comment, a super chat will definitely highlight it. It'll pin it to the top of the chat. It'll change the lights. That'll wake me up. Oh, Janice. Janice is here. Janice, yes. Janice, the intern is here. I do, I do see her in the chat. See, we got new stuff. We got Nam Nam show. Uh, bag there pretty cool I, I was at this creator party on uh, I think it was the Friday down in Anaheim was hanging out with a bunch of YouTuber people and, and had a great time good, good. Uh, but for some reason my phone didn't work while I was in there so I couldn't like share anything <laughs> nobody will believe me I was there I was there <laughs> did you work for Kramer you got the <laughs> Kramer wasn't there this year, unfortunately. No, I mean, but did you work for Kramer? I mean, come on. No, Where's not yet. <laughs> not yet. Right. Not not yet. Um, but let's let's say hello to some people here. We we have a lot of people in the chat here. Let's see. Where's everybody watching from tonight? Let us know. You guys know I'm in Santa Cruz, California. Let's see. Ron, where are you from? Shady Side, Ohio. Shady all right. Southern Ohio. There you go. Right. Are all of you in, from Ohio? Bingo. We're all here from Ohio. <laughs> we're all in Ohio. Yeah. That's right. Bingo. We're just, we're state, just a little right? southwest of Ron. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. This is cool. All Ohio. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, but see, they they can they can cross the river right in Kentucky. I crossed the river into West Virginia. That's correct. Mm -hmm. You are right. That's right. You are right. You're over there by the Mothman, then, aren't you? Uh, I'm up from that. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm right by Wheeling, West Virginia, which right. I'm like I'm 50 are. minutes away from Pittsburgh. Wow, so. that's good. Good. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Sophie is yeah. from Cincinnati. Hey, Sophie. All right. Right on. Janice, Roberta, Connecticut, USA. Sophie Liverpool. from Cincinnati. Oh, Is Sophie related to somebody Sophie. in here? Uh, definitely me. Definitely. That's my daughter. <laughs> hey, oh, right. thanks for awesome. watching, Soph. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. Scott is here from Edmonton. Dakota is from Independence, Missouri. Not that nice. far from Kansas City. The Axe is from uh, Whitby. Is that Canada? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Canada. Skyprop is in uh, Pittsburgh. Simon is watching from the UK. England. Cheerio. Nice. Right on. Adam is in Illinois. Thimker is from San Jose. That's my area. Right. 
Right on. Uh, there's me. I'm in Santa Cruz. All right. Uh, here we are. Melbourne, Australia. Tony from Toronto. Right on, you guys. Great to see you guys. Garguts. I'm from Johnny's Chicken Coop. <laughs> <laughs> I have chickens. I actually have chickens. Are you right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. The, Perfect. They're great. Um, they're, they're, Bring them on. They're, they're awesome. <laughs> every once in a while, every once in a while, they, they, they are on the show. Uh, see, Bino is from Australia. Melbourne. Right oh, on, wow. dudes. G. Butchnoff. Hey, man, we were hanging out the NAM show. By the way, you guys, uh, maybe, I don't know, tomorrow, sometime this week. If not sometime, you know, this week, our next scheduled show is this Friday. We usually talk guitars on Fridays. Maybe we'll do a, a NAM show recap. Dude, that'd be sweet. This yeah. Friday. That'd be great. Where if I can remember anything, <laughs> I, I, we will talk about it. Because it's just a huge blur to me. Janice, please send Johnny a tweet telling him to remind or remember Nam for Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Perfect. it was wild. Jim, Chris, have you guys been to the Nam show? You ever no, been? No, I have not. Uh, I haven't. I mean, I got uh, wind of it last week when you were there, and then Chris and I talked about it, and then Todd and I talked about it, and then a couple other guys talked about it. And we're like, we got to go out there next year. That would be awesome. Yeah. To go out there. hundred percent. Um, yeah. We're definitely going out there next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd be right amazing. On. Mm -hmm. Right on. Simon. Today. Yeah. I was exhausted, man, because I, I was there. Well, I, I was actually, I was there lo longer than what you guys saw. I think okay. I streamed one day for four hours, the next day for four and a half hours, the next day for six hours, the next day for five hours. How many steps did you get in? I have no idea. <laughs> this miles. shirt, this shirt was a small when I left. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's great. I'll be here all week. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Literally, this is my house. <laughs> but that's great, though. That's a small. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my gosh. By the way, last thing, you guys, if you see somebody named Nightbot in the chat, spamming the chat like crazy, that is me. But they've gone kind of nuts. They're like they're they're posting way more than they normally should. I'm trying to figure out why that is. So I'm going to have to reset them at some point. But any any link that Nightpot is Nightpot that Nightbot is giving you in the chat, you can trust those links. You can trust those links. Some of them are affiliate links. Some of them are, are previous videos on the channel here. We have over 4,000 videos on the channel here. You wow. Guys. You can literally go back and see like, what, 18 years of my life, you know? I was three when I started this channel. <laughs> if you want to see me in diapers, well, you, you don't. You don't. <laughs> The axe. Did we ever find Wolfgang? No. Somebody had told us that Wolfgang was there at the at the Nam show, uh, and then we went looking around, and then we ran into some people who would know, and then we asked some people who would know, and they got back to us saying no, he's he, he wasn't there, mm -hmm. so we we did not find him. Although we did find his guitar player John from Mammoth. We actually ran into him a few times. Awesome. And, and awesome. yeah, he was cool. He was yeah. cool. Have you guys seen Mammoth? Have you seen? We the have. We have. So oh, yeah. I drove from uh, 
We took off from Cincinnati back in early November and went up to Columbus, Ohio. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Almost 40 years to the day that we saw his dad perform. And then he goes up to Columbus, Ohio, and we're like, we're there. And and we went up there. Just unbelievable. What a set. Blew us away. Very, very talented. So what a great experience that was. And then he's coming back to Cincinnati on March 1st. And then Uh he's coming back to Cincinnati in August because he's going to open up for uh, the Foo Fighters here at Great American Ballpark mm-hmm. for the Reds. Wow. And, cool. then, and then Michael Anthony and Sammy are going to be here in the same month. So this place is yeah. going to be a lot of Van Halen rocking in the Ohio River industry. Man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you know, Johnny's never been to Ohio yet, ever. That's okay. As long as he <laughs> flies over it, that counts, okay? <laughs> he flies over it, you're all right. Okay. I might have one time. That's right. See, that counts. I, 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 it's, it's, it's quite possible. That's Although right. I do talk well, to Johnny, Ron every other day, and he's in Ohio, so that counts too. That see, counts. as much as, as much as Mammoth's going to be here, you need to come to Ohio this year. Right. That's right. what I was saying. Come on, come be our guest. You and Ron come down to Cincinnati. We'll set you up with some Cincinnati chili, some ribs, some oh, graters, ice cream. We'll go. He don't know nothing about Skyline Chili. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know nothing about Skyline Chili. <laughs> it's almost as good it's as an the acquired taste. tacos in Venice, you know? Well, I'm hungry. <laughs> well, it, well, never mind. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't know anything about the Permani Brothers sandwich either, so. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what. The first time I had one of those, Ron, I had fried bologna with french fries and coleslaw on it and it was yeah. the greatest yeah. oh, thing i felt yeah. one of my arteries start closing up while we <laughs> eat it and everything Left but, ventricle oh it was so it. good yeah, exactly <laughs> but it's worth it oh yeah, that's a hundred percent a hundred percent that's wow. too funny let's see are you guys starting already nick says skyline is way overrated you know what? I agree with you, Nick. I'm a Gold Star fan here in Cincinnati. You know, that's the age-long debate and everything. So I'm a Gold Star fan, not Skyline. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Back and forth, right. back and forth. It's like splitting yeah, the exactly. middle Exactly. Town, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like is. East Side versus right. West Side. Exactly. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, oh, we don't want to get into that kind of war, do we? <laughs> no, no. Not way. yet. <laughs> no. Like Raiders ice cream's good, though. But yeah, that's you, true. You like you like pasta, John Johnny? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Spaghetti with chili on it. Hmm, that, that sounds good. Yeah, and that's all good about beans on. Oh, three yeah, pounds of onions on. We're not talking spaghetti sauce. We're talking chili on. Right. Yeah. That, that sounds pretty kind good. Of chili, that's the kind of chili uh, that's made today. Oh, and two pounds of cheese on top of that. Oh, my right. gosh. Right. I'm full already just, just hearing about it. <laughs> I know. Then, grab, then grab yourself a Permanis sandwich with the oh. Angus burger. Right. Oh, there. Yep. Exactly. They got a new then one you now, finish the, it. the Big Boss, which is great. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Nick, are you from <laughs> Ohio as well? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Not a fan of soggy fries, fries on a sandwich. <laughs> okay, Nick, spaghetti warehouse. <laughs> What's wrong with soggy oh, sandwiches? Extra <laughs> sog. Remember, you extra know, sog. I've, I've never had a Permanis sandwich that was soggy, ever, ever. 
Mm-hmm. I'm oh, right there with I you. Had, I, I have had a Jersey Mike's that was, and oh uh, yeah, yeah, Jersey Mike's and uh, Firehouse one was soggy. <clears throat> yeah, just eat oh, it quick, God. suck it up. <laughs> oh, he's from Philly. Okay, so he's oh, got so cheese that's cheesesteak all yeah. over. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. There you go. I definitely can't disagree with Nick on that one. (laughs) I had my first one uh, last year, went downtown. Uh, My buddy who's from Philly took me down for the cheesesteak. Oh, my gosh. That was one of the greatest sandwiches I've ever had. I've never seen. It was pouring down raining, and people were waiting in line outside in the rain at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to get a cheesesteak. And it was like, you got to be kidding me. But, oh, it was the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever eaten. So definitely agree with you there, Nick. He, he, he's going to be biased on anything but that. So. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We have cheesesteaks. You guys, welcome to Cheesesteak Chat <laughs> Tuesdays. <laughs> we talk all things cheesesteaks. That's right. And we, yeah. we, we change it from tinnitus Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, all our ears are ringing. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, are your guys' ears ringing? We should probably get into this. Are your guys' ears still ringing yeah. from from uh, when you guys saw Van Halen in 1984? What's Gosh. the story? What's the story with this book? You take it, Chris. I'll follow no, the lead. No, you, you started out because you've got the foundation of how you started the book and everything. And His we'll name is bigger up with here. everything. I know exactly. Well, here's the catch. Exactly. That's right. Here, I, the well, catch. the thing is, we, we needed Jim to write the book because when I was in college, I spent more time in the writing workshop than I did anything else. So definitely not a writer. I could tell stories. So thank God Jim has the uh, the author in him to be able to write the book and translate what I said down in the paper. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, it's really funny. Is is Van Halen hit Chris and I and all the other guys, because there's seven of us involved in this book. And there were seven of us involved in the concert back in 1984. That was our first concert that all of us had ever been to. We were all 12 or 13 years old. We had a chaperone and then we had another chaperone. And without both of those chaperones, we never would have been able to go. All the parents said no. That's an adult venue. You're good Catholic boys. You guys are altar boys. You're on the Little League baseball team. You know, you ride your bikes to your friend's house. But a Van Halen concert in Cincinnati, X on that one. You are not allowed to go. So, exactly. Yeah, there you go. That's why I'm here. I'm here to push the button. There's no way. But when Jump came out in December of 83, people all throughout the tri-state area and the world were introduced to the keyboards and and a bubblegum song is what some people call it. And Chris and I and my buddies were all at the right age because MTV was just introduced into our house. Everybody had cable. And all of a sudden, my mom and dad now are introduced to Van Halen. And they're like, who are these guys? What is going on, you know? And, and my mom started to fall in love with David and Eddie. And she's like, okay, exactly. these guys are okay. It's all right. We know you're 12 years old. We know you're 13. But here they are coming to Cincinnati. And we all said we got to go. 
And my parents mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. with the word of trust, that was a big word. I mean, they said, okay, you can go as long as somebody takes you and somebody else is there to monitor you. And we all said, bingo, we're in. So we were invited because Chris's dad was a cop working with Van Halen backstage, guarding them. And then the other dad was the van driver, a father of eight kids. He's like, what's another five more kids in this chaos world? I'll take you guys. No big deal. So he took us and we were in the 10th row. Well, hold on a second. Oh, my gosh. We we need to back this up here. Okay. I I love. I, I love how you tell this story. Todd tells this story using my dad as the pawn, as that the policeman, correct. so you guys can see Van Halen. When my dad was the cop, my mom said, absolutely not. So I was left out in the cold at that point. Yeah, you guys got tickets. Yeah, thanks. But it all worked out like we said, you know, so. I, I just want to preface that with the book because that that's a lot with it, and yeah, still to this day, thanks for uh, yeah pawning everything off on my dad. Absolutely, <laughs> we have to use your dad. <laughs> can I can I ask a, ask a question? Sure. When when but I'll, I'll ask you first, Jim. When did you first get into Van Halen? How were you introduced to the to the band? That originally? was it, December, December of '83. I mean, the '45 record. Uh, I didn't have any older brothers or sisters. Uh, Chris was my buddy. He didn't have any older brothers and sisters. My next door neighbors to me at the time, same age as me, same age as Chris, no older brothers and sisters. So yeah. we didn't have an influence when it came to rock and roll, Van Halen, Unchained, you know, one, two. We didn't, we really weren't welcome to that because mm-hmm. they were playing that song on a heavy metal or a rock station here in Cincinnati. Uh, I'm sure that's where it was. And then all of a sudden, Jump is released, and everybody picks the song up. Even the oldie station probably played it one time when it went to number one, just because they felt obligated, because everybody else was playing it on the hour, every hour, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I mean, it was a yeah. seventh grade. You know, we, we didn't have a driver's license yet. We could barely cross the street to go to Kmart to buy an album, you know? So here we are trying to convince our parents, hey, you gotta let us go. And it created a friendship and a bond between five of us and the two dads, 40 years, 40 years. I I mean, it's so memorable, Johnny and Ron, that I could be in Australia right now in Melbourne or Perth or Sydney, just walking through, and a Van Halen song will come on, and instantly I am taken back to 1984 on the spot because mm-hmm. we were literally given the best show for our first concert. We were not watching paint dry that day. There wasn't somebody just saying, I mean, it was bam in your <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah, 100%. And so I have to ask one question awesome. You guys, Dave fans, then more than Sammy? I'll answer that. Here's here's the way I look at it, Ron, is when I walked out of that concert, I was a Van Halen fan for life. So I had the 1984 album or cassette in my hand going into the concert. So when I came out of the concert, I had to work backwards. Okay, so I had to go Van Halen one, Diver Down, Women and Children First, Fair Warning. 
right. then Van Halen too. But at the same time, David is leaving. And now I'm introduced to somebody that we already knew pretty well through MTV. And that's, that's Sammy. Right. Uh, can't drive 55. I didn't even have a driver's license yet. And that song's <laughs> coming out. And now I'm introduced to him. So um, if you're a Van Halen fan like I am, and all of us are, to me, there are great songs with each guy. And then there are awesome songs with each guy. And that's how I look at it. I, I love all their music. And it's not one song is a bummer or one song I'll never want to listen to again. I get excited when someone says Van Halen because I know they're thinking like I do. You know, you're in the mm -hmm. football, you're in the basketball, you're in the girls, you're in the racing cars, you're in the Venice Beach. I mean, you're into, you know, New York or whatever. Uh, and I always, when I make a connection with somebody with Van Halen, it, it just takes it off. I mean, it's almost like an icebreaker. You a Van Halen fan? Well, I'm right. a Van Halen fan. And boom, we never question each other. Are you Sammy or are you David or are you Gary? Or yeah. what? It's just, you're a fan. Um, and that's yeah. how I see we, it, guys. And we, we always had, for the most part, the core of the band, the foundation. We had Eddie, we had Michael, and we had Alex. And that was that was the sound. Dave was great. You know, when Sammy came on, you know, 5150 is one of my favorite albums. There is not a song on there that you skip through. And it was just a great transition. And I always look at it as Van Halen fans. We are blessed that after the 84 album that they got a lead singer that they fell off the face of the earth. But the core of the band was there with Eddie, Michael, and Alex. And when Sammy came on, it was, yeah, it was different than, uh, you know, earlier with Dave, but the sound was there and it was so meaningful still. And uh, I truly look at it that we're blessed that we, we all had the opportunity that Dave was in the band and Sammy was in the band. Cause I don't, I don't think it really lost any steam whatsoever or momentum when, when Sammy uh, came into the band in 88. Right, right. Mm -hmm. 86. 86, my bad. 85, technically. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's your yeah. Van Halen encyclopedia right there. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know everything there is about Van Halen. And, and... JG, thank you so much, man. He knows more about Eddie than Valerie does. <laughs> i'll give you guys my background really quickly here really quickly jg thank you so much for the super sticker man thank you so much i know it shows up red on the chat here but it's blue on the chat there blue there we go jg thank you so much uh yeah i really quickly i'll give you guys my my rundown i was introduced to van halen uh actually the jump video 1984 but the sound was turned off I was running through a friend's house. We were like skateboarding. And I remember running through and seeing the, the video on the big, you know, those big TVs, like right. furniture. You could never steal oh, yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember seeing the video. And I think later I saw the videos like Hot for Teacher, uh, Panama. Uh, I thought the videos were funny. You know, I wasn't a fan yet. But once I, I saw the movie Back to the Future in the theater and I saw the cassette, the cassette tape, it said Edward Van Halen on it. And Marty plays the, the the riff through the headphones. When I heard that, I'm like, wait a minute, what's this? And then I know, unfortunately, you know, for some people, my first Van Halen album is 5150. Perfect. That's okay. okay. That's great. So, so 
to me, Van Hagar is is very special to me, mm-hmm. you know. But after I bought 5150, I bought Van Halen 1, and I grew up, and I backtracked, like you were saying. I bought Dever Down, Women, Children, Fur, I mean, everything. And then the next record, brand new, was OE812, which, by the way, we call this OE812 Tuesdays right here on Johnny Bean YouTube. Like, yep. <laughs> um, and then everything after that, I, I was actually a major Van Halen uh, collector for a lot of years. I had everything, um, almost everything, the vi- all the vinyl stuff posters books now i've got your book thank you so much you are welcome jump there we go 1984 van halen concert uh so i was a huge i'm still a mega mega van halen fan but back in the late 80s throughout all the 90s i was just a a fanatic like crazy crazy like that's all i would listen to for a long time and then i don't know if you saw i, I interviewed andy summers from the from the, the police, police. Uh, a few months back mm-hmm. and i told him the story about how when i discovered him he totally got me away from from all this stuff all the the floyd by the way do, do either of you guys play guitar i don't have a musical instrument I'm not allowed. I'm banned after I destroyed my brother. <laughs> I destroyed my brother's Fender Stratocaster. I am banned. I, I am banned. I, oh, I, man. Wham. Yes, I can play the recorder, maybe. Maybe. I, I, that's going back to fifth grade, Johnny. Okay? Maybe. I don't know. I had one of those, yeah. Right. Right. But no, I have no musical talent whatsoever. Yeah. You don't play. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm the same way. Yeah. I wish I, I could play the air drums like crazy, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you a funny story why I'm not. So Christmas of 1981, all my younger brother wanted was a Fender Stratocaster. So there it is wrapped up under the Christmas tree. And I am probably <laughs> 11. He's nine. And he opens it up and it's boom. Brand new white fender stratocaster just nice beautiful my mom and dad just put ceiling fans in in all the rooms upstairs so we clean up after christmas and my brother and i go upstairs to his room and he says you want to try to play it and i said sure and i just sounded awful and he says give me that thing back right now and i lifted it up and the ceiling fan went wham Halfway through. Instant Steinberger. Yes. The headless guitar. And my mom came running up the steps. She opens up the door. There's my younger brother crying. Jimmy has broke my guitar. Well, thank God she was a doctor on that day on call because she ran to the bathroom in her bedroom and got her cosmetic case. And she did wood filler in there. She put the shine back on there and she spray painted it. And then she put fingernail gloss on it and fixed it all. And he still has it to this day, 45 years later almost. So it's oh, got a big, wow. It's got a big gash in it about that far. So it only went halfway through. Luckily, they didn't install the industrial ceiling fans. But ever since that moment, the rock gods <laughs> told me to stick with baseball, stick with sports, uh, stay out of the music industry. So I took them at their word, and I've never been back. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Wow. There, there, dude, that, that's, that's a, is there, a, there's, there's a lot, you guys have a lot of photos in the book. Are there any photos of that guitar in here? 
No, there's not. My brother and I have not talked since that day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. With you. No. Uh, no, we don't have any cracked photos. That would be heartbreaking to him. Uh, I never wanted to let him down again. That's a that's a really sore subject. So when we get together as a family sometime, and he he's trying to steer the boat. I'll bring up the cracked guitar and get it back on track a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. So it is kind of funny. But he's a big guitar guy. I mean, he he loved everything. When I when I went to Van Halen that night at the age of 13, he was 11. And he basically told me and all my buddies, that's a waste of money. Those guys are going nowhere in life. That is a waste. Uh, he, he was at that age, Johnny and Ron, that the older guys were influencing him because my parents were right at that age with The Who and Led Zeppelin. Um, and, and he couldn't break in and find his niche quite yet. So he was kind of mm-hmm. jumping on the coattails of his buddies, way older brothers, like Molly Hatchet, uh, wow. Almond Brothers. I mean, so... Montrose. <laughs> right, right. Yep. So Van Halen to Chris and I, and you two guys, you were at the right place at the right time to be introduced to a Hall of Fame band. I mean, I don't know how else really to explain it when I share my Van Halen story. Right place, right time. My brother was a little bit too young, yeah. and my other buddies that I grew in with in high school and college and their older brothers, they were too old uh, to jump on there with me at the Van Halen wave. It, it, it's just funny how it's hit or miss by six or seven or eight years. And then before that, mm-hmm. nobody knows. And after that, everybody, I, I don't know. They're into Tommy and Quadrophenia. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. So right <laughs> yeah, place, right yeah. time for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of those bands, I mean, they're still, it's still rock and roll. But Absolutely. I, but, Absolutely. But I can see, though, how, I mean, when Van Halen came out, and I don't have to tell you guys this, they Edward Van Halen changed the electric guitar forever. Mm-hmm. When you guys look up the electric guitar, oh, yeah. In a thousand years, Edward Van Halen will be right there next to that. Right. You oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's just amazing. <clears throat> and like I said, I, I don't have any musical talent, but you know, I agree with you a thousand percent, Johnny. I mean, when he played the guitar and you hear him in his solos or anything, it's like the guitar was just talking to you. It's like you could make words out with what he was doing. And it was just so absolutely powerful with what he could do on the guitar. The, the way that he played, he every time Edward would play a guitar, it just had a, a sound. He had a style. That it's it just it just it just it came to life and it was it was just so unique. It was nothing like anything anyone had ever done before maybe right. hendrix hendrix a little bit clapton a little bit but like a combination mm-hmm. you know of the two and i hate to say it you know but any you know anybody can that can play like van halen you know you can get close but there's always going to be something missing mm-hmm. it's never going to be there's that right. that that spark is never going to be there Right, right, right. I agree. You know, 100%. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'll tell you something, John. You had brought up the point about, oh, is there a picture of the uh, the guitar in the book, Jim's brother's uh, uh, guitar? But there are some pictures in that book that there is a are guitar in here. one of a kind. <laughs> there is a, there's a guy playing a guitar right here. 
Yeah, that's Jimmy Myers. Oh. Jimmy Myers was jamming. He could rock all through the late 70s and early 80s. He was in a garage band down the street because his parents had eight kids. And they said, just go down there and warm up. Go down there and play. So <laughs> that's what Jimmy did. And, and uh, that's where his band started off was in a garage band. So that's the uh, one of the Myers family that's in the book. You know, when you have eight kids, you got one of them's got to get out of the house and do something. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And Jimmy, he was he was going to be here. Right. He, that was Todd. What, Jimmy, Jimmy could not make it. No, just Todd. Okay. Todd could make it. So, you know, like Chris said, uh, keep going, Chris. Oh, no, I, you were you were talking about uh, Eddie and, you know, his playing and everything. I was talking about some of the, the pictures that are, are in the book. But uh, backstage on Van Halen played Thursday and Friday night in Cincinnati, March 8th and March 9th, 1984. Uh, my dad had the opportunity uh, to be working backstage. He was a Cincinnati police officer and was kind of tasked with the, the job of looking over the band, make sure everything was going well. But some of the pictures in the back of the book, uh, my dad had multiple conversations with Eddie and just, uh, he always told me how great of a guy he was, but Eddie wanted pictures with the policeman, the sensei policeman, and he goes, I want you to take one picture of me where you're acting like you're handcuffing me, and then I want a picture with the sniper rifle case. Wait, so that's that's yours? There. Yes. Yeah, those photos, those are from there. you? Because I've seen yeah. those. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 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 So the, yeah. those are in the... Yep, there they are. Yep, I got them hanging on the wall back there behind me. That was back. Is it okay if I show the these? Gardens. Sure. Is, oh, yeah. Is it okay if I show these? Yeah, I've seen these photos. I mean, somebody must have stole them from you guys on Facebook because I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Buy the book, you guys, if you want to get the actual photos. <laughs> there we go. But that's that's Edward right there. That's, that's great. right. That's, that's it. Right. Yeah. He's got the no bozo shirt on with the, the bandana around his neck and the red jacket. And But I love that one where he's sitting there with the sniper rifle, just the, the big smile on his face. It was just, yeah, it, it's cool. I cherish those photos. Oh, my gosh. And an interesting story with that um, that we left out of the book, but I'm going to share it anyways, is uh, the Cincinnati police officers just absolutely had nothing but pure respect for Van Halen and Mr. Berger, uh, Chris's dad, just respect went both ways, Eddie to him mm -hmm. and him back to Eddie. And it wasn't that Eddie and Van Halen was higher than Mr. Berger or any of the policemen. They dropped it down and Mr. Berger dropped his up and together uniformly, they became friends for three hours that they knew each other. Uh, and Eddie said, yeah. you want autographs? I can get you autographs. And the other backstage mm -hmm. detailed policemen that were working that night said, Van Halen never signs anything for anybody. They do not sign any autographs. And here comes Skip Berger with, he collected all of our tour books. So all of our tour books were signed individually to all of us at night by Van Halen. I mean, was that the is, poster? Yes. No, that's yes, actually the, the one tour that... book, the 1984 tour book where he unfolded. Right. And it becomes yeah, a poster. Because I was a major collector for a lot of years. I had every tour book there was. Yes, and yes. 84 wise, the only one I could find was that fold out poster. And it yes, seemed yes. like it would. Mm -hmm. So that, okay. So you yes, can confirm yes. that, right? You guys, yes. you guys were there, yes. man. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah. They were there, Ron. I got it. <laughs> uh, so 
when when you hear people talk about, oh, they were just a celebrity, they didn't treat me very well. That's all hearsay, because Skip Berger was back there interacting with these guys, Eddie, Michael, David, and and they were right there with them, sharing stories, laughing, getting some laughs, and mm-hmm. you know he was still back there guarding them. Uh, so I think that that really yeah. shows the real tone of and the character of Van Halen as a band is they wanted to know everything about Mr. Berger. You know, how many days yeah. a week does he work? How many kids does he have? How long have you been married? Mm-hmm. What other detail work do you do? You know, and it, it goes into depth in there about how the relationship uh, from Eddie to Skip was very strong. I mean, it was just temporary, but yeah. he didn't give him the cold shoulder by any means to Mr. Berger. He brought him in, treat him with respect. And, and that speaks highly, like Chris said, of the band, but more importantly of Eddie. And, and I see that every day and, and talking to other people, they share kind of the same experience that sometimes when they interact with their past, when they describe Eddie, I hear the same thing. The more I, I'm on shows and talking to people like Chris. Yeah. So it's really special yeah. to hear that. I mean, it's really cool uh, to hear a celebrity do that. It's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And, but it, it's one thing though, guys, to, Watch Jump on MTV with Martha Quinn and, and downtown Julie Brown. And I must have watched it over and over and over and over and over and over. And then you listen to it, but now it's live like the Memorex commercial. Is this live or is this Memorex? And we were well, literally. A lot of people is not going to know what you're talking about on that one. Well, right, right, right. <laughs> you're definitely showing our age now, Jim. <laughs> I know, but that's when a Memorex. You say live or Memorex, Memorex yeah. could literally Ella blow Fitzgerald. You away. <laughs> but from a business standpoint, which Van Halen is, and we all know that, we went in there thinking we are going to see a band that's the hottest band in America and in the world with the number one song with the much energy and zest that all these seventh graders could get. And we're in row seven. So we're only 20 feet away from these guys from row 10. So we we could feel the heat coming off. They were sweating like crazy, cussing like crazy, running around, zipping all over the place. David was jumping all over the place. I mean, it was jam-packed full of entertainment. And from a customer service expert uh, was there to witness that that night, he would say, everybody who's here tonight is going to jump on Van Halen's bandwagon and they're going to buy Van Halen stuff for the rest of their lives because of that one concert, whether yeah. that would have been their first concert, whether it had been their second concert. But I didn't know much about Van Halen or concerts and they blew me away. If they would have walked out on the stage and Alex would have went bum, 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 like the little drummer boy. And David would have just sat there and sang and Eddie would have strummed. I would have been so disappointed. I, I never would have bought into Van Halen. I just wouldn't no, have. But what, we, have but, what we got, but what we got to experience, the lights going down in the gardens, pitch black in there. All of a sudden, we the spotlight comes down on Eddie and he starts unchained. First song. And talk about being absolutely blown away. I, I, I still, I mean, get shivers. Years later, I did see uh, some of the YouTube footage and stuff of that. There was no better experience as, yeah, autograph opened up for him. Yeah, but my first song 
ever what what i'll i'll say in a concert was unchained van halen eddie opening up the concert just absolutely mm -hmm. still blows my mind my favorite song to this day and him starting off with that it was just incredible you thought the roof of the cincinnati gardens was going to blow up when, when he started that here's mm -hmm. a trivia question does anybody know how autograph got on that tour yes yes good Johnny, jim do you he is uh i believe it was uh, the drummer well, was well, good friends go ahead chris go ahead buddy go ahead. no ron was asking uh johnny if he well, knew the answer. do you know uh, me do i know yeah I can't remember anything. I had a crazy week. Uh, I, yeah. Nam, I still have Nam fog. About Van Halen, you don't know. That's impossible. <laughs> ask the chat. Always ask the chat. We got eighty-one people here. Chat. How how did uh, the band Autograph get the? Uh, actually, I'm Facebook friends with the guitar player. We right, got. Let's just message him and ask him. <laughs> give, I'll give you a hint. Jogging. Jogging. Mm-hmm. Let's ask the chat. That. Let's see what the chat says. But uh, there's a lag. There's like a 20, 30 second lag between what we're saying now and what the chat hears. Gotcha. So, okay. so let's see. Who wanted to answer? Jim or Chris? Sure, I'll go ahead. Ron, you help me out here. Coach me through if I get this correct. That the autographs drummer was good friends with David Lee Roth. Jogging partner. Okay, jogging partner. Jogging that. partner. Okay. Right. And he asked them if he would want to go on tour, and Autograph said absolutely. So they weren't even signed to a record deal yet. Yeah. And they uh, weren't they even, yeah. they didn't even hardly have anything done by at that time. So they, right, except Dave, for the one Dave, song. Yeah, yeah, when Dave offered them that, they went home and got everything together and got oh, who they needed God. and started. That's how they got it. So this they awesome. actually owe their success to Van Halen Correct. slash David Lee Roth. Correct. And you so know, another story I heard about, I was going to say another story I heard about that, Ron, is uh, Van Halen looked at Autograph as the T-shirt band. So heard that one. they yeah. did. Okay. So they, they wanted uh, somebody to open up that. People, if they were at the concerts, like, ah, I don't want to go watch this stuff. I'm going to go up to the merch stand and buy T-shirts and everything. So <laughs> that's what they called them a well, T-shirt band. They were band basically for that unknown, fact. so yeah. Yeah, right, 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 exactly. But what's really cool about that is, is, and I applaud Van Halen for doing this, but I, more importantly, I applaud Autograph over Van Halen because they took a chance with Van Halen to start the tour on January 18th of 1984. And when Van Halen hit Madison Square Gardens, which I believe it was, I want to say, June 5th of 1984, with Turn Up the Radio of Autograph, Autograph then stopped touring with Van Halen and went into the studio and spun out an album real quick. And then I don't know who was the second band that opened up for Van Halen on the second tour in the United States before they went over to England in Germany. I, I don't remember the name of that band, but there was two opening yeah, bands. And uh, and it's funny you guys talk about opening bands. I, as a 12-year-old kid, I, I only thought you got to see Van Halen. That, that's it. You're, you're going to see Van Halen and you're going to see Jump and Unchained and Panama. And then this band comes out with these little wimpy speakers, uh, a, a very small <laughs> 
drum set and they start singing and we're like, who, who are these guys? I mean, uh, for a two for one night, you know, we got to see. So a one hit wonder turn up the radio. It's still played all the time all over the yeah. place. So what a great venue to be welcomed to, not even knowing who Autograph was or even turn up the radio. It wasn't until like later on in 84 when we all were down there in the basement shooting pool or something at one of my buddies' house. And we're like, I think that was the guys that we saw with, with Van Halen, I think. <laughs> now, right. Right. didn't one of them pass away like within the last few years? Um, I want to say the lead Gosh, singer... I that's, the lead singer I, left thinking. the band. Um, so that van, autograph is still on tour. The uh, lead singer's name for them, I believe, is something Daniels. And, and he's he just spun out a new album probably last month or two. He's so, done one. So. Simon Daniels. Simon Daniels. There you go. Right. So autograph is still touring out there. You know, and, and that's pretty neat. If, if autograph came, I would go see him. Uh, mm-hmm. Heck yeah. You know, that was a special yeah. night. I could not begin to tell you what second concert I ever went to. I can't tell you the third. I can't tell you the ninth concert. I can't even tell you the 30th concert. But I can tell you this. My first concert was Van Halen, 1984. And my last concert was with Chris when we went to see Wolfgang play in Columbus, Ohio. So yeah, there you go. Very cool. cool. I mean, that's really awesome uh, that we were And here's a yeah, and here's a great uh, little, not per se trivia or anything, but we all know nowadays concerts are just absolutely astronomical for how much you're going to pay, especially if you're down, you know, on the floor, 10th row, whatever. So yeah. for the 1984 concert, we were in the 10th row center stage. Can anybody oh imagine how much that ticket was from Ticketmaster? Let's ask the chat. Let's ask the chat. The chat. Chat. How much was a ticket for Van Halen 1984 uh, floor, right? Or did you have seats? It was just floor. Floor. So GA. On the floor. No, no, they were actually, they had folding chairs. Yeah, they had folding chairs. That was, you know, down on the floor of the gardens on top of an ice skating (laughs) rink. But yeah, there were folding chairs. I'm and then we stood on the whole entire concert. Yeah. Is there a, a photo of this ticket? Yeah, there's oh, photos yeah. in the book, Johnny. Mm-hmm. 1750? I would That's say less, I, than, less than that. I would think less than that. When I saw them in 1988, it was 1750. Right. In so 88. 1275? Oh, say you're close. You're off. You're off by 25 cents. Uh, 1250. <laughs> 1250. Yeah. Oh. I know yeah, my, it, my very first concert was Angel in 1977, Angel. and I saw him for $7.60. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> you no. still got the ticket? No. No, I got rid of all that stuff years ago. Right, right. Uh. Do you guys know that the Angel Van Halen connection? I don't. No, I don't. It has to got, to, got to do with Punky Meadows. It has to do with uh, when Van Halen uh, recorded, right? In the chat. Am I, am I going to get this right? When, when they first, uh, when they were recording their album, Edward was at a party with 
maybe the guitar player from Angel, something like that. That's Punky and he, Meadows. Okay, Punky Meadows. And he played them, uh, I believe You Really Got Me. The next day, Eddie gets a phone call from Ted Templeman. I think this is correct. And Ted's like, hey, did you play that for anybody? And he's like, yeah, I played it for at a party last night. He had heard that Angel was in the studio that morning recording a version of You Really Got Me. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no way. So they had, to, they had to rush release, I guess, a single of You Really Got Me out, right. possibly before the album. Right. Something like that. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a great story. Ships, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Coots, what's up? Yeah. They had, had Craig Jeffrey with them on in the Angel then. It was okay. uh, my second concert was the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Doobie Brothers, man. Oh wow. Is that is that Skunk Baxter? Doobies? I think so. I just saw it's him. Also, it's also Michael McDonald too. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll wait. Which, which ties? Yeah, there you go. Which ties into Van Halen. Right. Right. It's a great song, though. It really yeah. is. Um, it's mm-hmm. a very quick album, 1984. I believe what there's eight songs in that album. Nine. Uh, and I'll wait. I mean, it's perfect. It really is. I I, I love Alex's drums, and I'll wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He is uh, it, phenomenal. He really is. Wasn't did, he just inducted into the Drummers Hall of Fame here recently? Yeah. Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 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 a month ago or something. Right. Right. So Jim and Chris, did you guys have the full album, 1984, by the time you saw the concert? Yes, because the album yes. was released on uh, January the ninth. So you could go get the album. Yeah, so it went, the, the song was released on a 45, then went to jump video, then went the album, then went the tour, which was on the 18th, which was in Jacksonville, Florida, kicked it off. And then February 25th, jump goes to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And then here we are on March 9th, seeing the number one band with the number one song in the world right there. 15, 20 feet away from us. Uh, I can tell you yeah. this. Have, having, having been through Catholic schools and being raised on just say no to drugs, I got to tell you what, there was a skunk <laughs> that was uh, that was really running rampant all over the uh, the venue that night that I had no idea yeah. where it was. I couldn't even see him. I, I could not identify him. Um, oh, gosh. So that, that's a shot oh, yeah. out. That's a shout out to uh, Chris's dad. Chris's dad was a, you know, a beat Cincinnati cop uh, full time for many years. And Chris's dad was invited in the fall of 1983, I believe, when we were in the seventh grade to come and give the school a an awareness on just how to say no. With Nancy Rankin, just say no. And he, he brings all this paraphernalia in and we're all in our dress uniforms, you know. The yeah. slacks and the Oxford shirts. And here we are. You fast forward five months. We're in row 10. And the whole place is just packed full. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we've seen all the Cheech and Chong movies and everything. But that was the right. first time actually in person. See somebody blaze up right there. It was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I'm sure we had a, a contact buzz as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, the only thing that was missing was the sex part. But Chris, <laughs> when he got oh. to go backstage and meet Van Halen, he'll take it from here. He's got that category wrapped up very innocently. But it is funny from a 12-year-old. Yeah, very kid. innocently. Yeah, go ahead. It's a great story. It's a great story. Uh, yeah. Well, kind of going back to, you know, we we're talking about the ticket and $12.50. And this whole story is in the book, of course, that, you know, my friends used my dad as the pawn to be able to get tickets. They had a supervisor. He's going to be watch over. I wasn't allowed going. So my parents said, no, no way at all. And that Thursday night, uh, we had talked about earlier with uh, my dad working backstage, met Eddie, you know, had a connection. It, it really connected on a level. And uh, Eddie asked my dad, you know, is your son here tonight, Thursday night? He's like, no, you know, he's uh, they got school tomorrow morning. They're, no, he's not coming. Well, is he coming tomorrow night on Friday night? And uh, my dad's like, no, he doesn't have a ticket. And that's when Eddie looked at my dad and said, I want you to bring your son tomorrow night. And I want you to bring him backstage and meet me and meet the band. Oh my God. So, so you're talking about a 12 hour span at seven o'clock in the morning, Friday, where I get up and all my buddies are going to the show. And I, I still have no idea that I'm going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but everything went. But everything was getting me down that morning because all my buddies are seeing Van Halen that night. But uh, so I, I came down for breakfast and my mom had uh, the newspaper article of the review from the Thursday night show at the gardens. And I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. thanks, mom. Rub it in. I'm not going to be able to go. And she gets a smile on her face and she goes, she goes, you're going to the concert. And I go, I don't have a ticket. I can't go. And she said, don't worry. Your dad's got this taken care of. So. Uh, so we all, you know, in the book, we talk about the van ride over to the gardens, about a half an hour, 40 minutes, uh, get to the gardens, uh, Jim, all my buddies go to the front of the gardens in the turnstiles. There it is. The old Cincinnati gardens. Uh, what a great venue, 11,000 seats in there. Uh, but I met my dad. We walked to the side of the gardens, knocks on this inconspicuous door and the door opens. It's one of my dad's buddies and walk in. You got a couple of cops there. There you go. Yeah. And it was March <laughs> and it was cold and it was snowy. So it was squeaking a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I walk into the gardens the first time and my dad just starts walking down this corridor and you hear some chatter. You see the, you know, all these music cases and everything. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden I look up and there are just a line of beautiful women, you know, Aquanet hair, scantily clad, all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, what is going on here? I mean, really? And he goes, come on, keep walking. I, my head's turning this way. I'm like, okay. So he knocks on the door and the door opens and he goes back. He goes, just wait here a second. I didn't know that he actually walked back there uh, where the band was and said that I was coming back. Um, so walk back there and, you know, the first person I see is Eddie, you know, walks up to me, you know, shakes my hand and I'm in this, you know, this heaven, you know, something out of a movie where you got this big halo 
all around <laughs> Eddie and walking up in this light said, no, I'm 12 years old and I am shaking Eddie Van Halen's hand. And then I got to meet the rest of the band, you know, uh, Michael, Alex, and Dave. And they took my uh, liner from my cassette liner from my 84 album, popped it on the table, signed it all and everything. And I love it because Michael Anthony on it. Yeah, it's in the book there, Johnny. Michael Anthony wrote Chris Rock on and wrote his autograph and just absolutely my favorite piece of memorabilia. And uh, so at 12 years old, at my first concert, I beat the greatest rock band in the history of the world and just uh, incredible memories. And a lot of that is in the book. And that's why that uh, book means so much to me because of that experience. It experienced the concert with my friends. I mean, we talk about it to this day and it's just like it happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. were, were they in their in their stage clothes? The band, do you remember? No, do you remember what no. they look like? They they were just kind of. I remember Eddie was in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, but you got to understand too, John. I'm in this haze, and I'm just like in awe. I'm still concentrating on the girls that were outside and everything, <laughs> but no, they they weren't it because Eddie had uh, those blue jeans with the patches. All the on blood it, was somewhere and, else. And nice, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't in this head, that's for sure. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but no, they, See, they weren't it. You know, Dave wasn't Catholic in the school wasn't the same that after stuff. that. Oh gosh. And I told this story when we all went back to school Monday, we had to go to confession because that was <laughs> that's uh, right. Yeah, we had to clean our minds. That's right. A cleanse. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. exactly. Yeah. I, I I can't imagine meeting meeting you know your favorite band or or anybody like somebody you look up to like at that age i can't even imagine meeting van halen then i mean that, truthfully i wasn't a fan then yet you know i became a fan i became a fan a couple of years later but like i was telling you i, I grew up on the, the van hagar years but let's right. say 1988 to 99 somewhere from those years if i would have met van halen forget it it would have been just insane. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I was still, you know, young and everything. Yeah. You know, they were the hottest band and everything. But honestly, it wasn't until years later where, you know, I was pulling out the, the memorabilia and looking at those photos where, you know, it really hit me. It really mm -hmm. hit me that, oh, my gosh. And, you know, of, of course, the, you know, the day Eddie passed in, in 2020, you know, that was a day that it was the, that whole experience that night. And from January of 84, when I first heard jump all the way to that day, it's like everything came rushing down. And it's, uh, you know, we, we, we don't like to mourn celebrities or anything like that. But Eddie had such a huge impact in my life with not only meeting him and just the experience with my, my dad's a hard nut to crack, believe me. And they actually hear him say that, you know, he had a conversation with Eddie and they actually had a connection and everything. It was like, okay, this is really interesting. And, um, but yeah, I mean, Eddie Van Halen that night has made me just the ultimate music fan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It really is. And, and everybody can relate to that 
uh, in, in one fashion or another. And that's what the book is, is really celebrates is it's not just about going to a concert. It's about what Van Halen gave us as friends. Yeah. I mean, Ron, you talked about going to see Angel. I mean, who were you with? Were you with a couple buddies? Were you yeah. with, uh, I mean, yeah. so you probably remember all their names. Yeah. Uh, and that's a sacred moment yeah. in your life that you will remember for the rest of your life. The moment, the time, the night, you can pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. It's your own day to identify. And same with you, Johnny. Could you name the guys you were with when you went to your first concert? Uh, it was my parents. There you go. <laughs> my first concert was a singer named Raffi. I don't know if you remember okay. him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did that's, get to meet him. That's a way. Hey, that's thing. cool. You and Chris. Yeah. I did. He was a, a, a kid's uh, singer. He okay. sang. You ever heard of a song called uh, Baby Beluga? No, I'm sorry. Ever heard that? No. You guys no. are. Pro- you guys must be older than me because it's like my age or younger than me. That was a, a thing, but he's like the uh, West Coast, Mr. Rogers. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, okay. I get, yeah. When I went to my first concert, I got to meet the, the singer after the show and we were on the news together that night. The, oh, the news man, camera showed awesome. us. So I went to school the next day and my friends like, I saw you on the news, you know, <laughs> but seriously, awesome. after that, my first real actual concert was Huey Lewis in the news, uh, sports. Oh, okay. 84. Right, right. So okay. same, same, same Good. year. But my first Van Halen concert was November 5th, 1988. Oh, 812. And who uh, were you Van with? Halen. Who were you with? A couple buddies? Uh, I was with my dad. Were you okay? Yeah. I, I wasn't okay. old enough to drive. That's then. awesome. Right? Perfect. No. Okay. Perfect. See? Ties right so in. So was your dad a Van Halen fan? Or did he, he just take you because you loved him? <laughs> okay. No, he would he take me. He would take me. And actually, I saw, I, I think before we started, you guys were saying how many times you had seen Van Halen. I've seen them something maybe, maybe 12, 13 times, 14 times, maybe. Okay. Because I, w- I would see them multiple times on each tour because out here they'd right. play three nights in a row. Right. One up and there. I would go to each right. one. But there was one night uh, when they played, wow, 31 years ago, 1993, they played Shoreline Amphitheater out here in Mountain View, California. My parents were taking me to the concert, and I th- they're probably watching this, so they're probably laughing at this. They were taking me to the concert, and our car actually broke down on the way, on the side of the freeway. So they had to put me in a cab, get me to the concert. It was all about me getting to the concert, and then they were still there with the car. Huh? You were by yourself in the cab? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went by myself. I went by myself to that show. And that was like three nights in a row of Van Halen that night. You know. That is awesome. So cool. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that is that is just unbelievable. You know, when everybody remembers those what? stories, that's the impact I think that music has on everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody can share a little piece of the each concert they go to, and then to have that one moment, you're taking a taxi, or you met the band, or you were on the news, and Chris's dad, and Ron explains who he was with when he saw Angel. I mean, that, that's very powerful. Uh, when you look back yeah. on it, we didn't understand how powerful it was in the moment, um, right? Because we didn't; it wasn't sacred ground. It was just fresh, and we we didn't appreciate it. But now that I'm 52, and I look back, and that's what this book is about: is and anybody's journey going to a concert, the the bands giving us something back 
and then we reciprocate by giving them something back too. We join the Van Halen fan club. You know, oh. you're going up to Kmart and you're buying their albums, or you're on Columbia House and you get all their cassettes <laughs> for one. I have one of those. I have yes. one. It's still mint. It hasn't right. been opened yet, and I still owe like the penny. Oh, that's right. You still owe the penny. Columbia House, <laughs> if you're watching, here it is. Right. You, you never <laughs> sent them the full amount for the album for the year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's really powerful. I mean, I can only imagine that you know, from a business standpoint, you get one shot uh, at a Van Halen concert, your first concert. OU812, 5150, Van Halen one doesn't matter what tour it is you're getting new fans constantly coming in there and all you hear about about is this band is awesome eddie is awesome the entertainment value is awesome the pizzazz the hype everything and then these people walk in there for the first time and they experience everything that you've explained to them maybe Mm -hmm. for a year because now Mm -hmm. they're coming around on tour and now all of a sudden they're like you're right i gotta do this i gotta buy that I gotta do this. I gotta download this. I gotta, you know, prescribe to this. And boom, 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 boom. And then you go to another concert, maybe for the first time, and you're like, eh, eh, yeah. you know, it was eh, like this, yeah. right? I mean, it, it it it's tough to compare every concert after you know the '84 concert. You know that that's what we're I, everything we see nowadays is compared to that. It's like okay, well, well everything's gonna fall a little <laughs> bit short. Because that yeah. was the greatest show. I can't believe you guys were even at, you guys were at that fo- that show and you were like ten rows back. Ten that rows. must have been just insanity, mm-hmm. and just ten rows. Cr- cr- craziness. And I mean, I'm sure you guys saw incredible. the the footage that was that came out of Donington '84. I call it pro shot, but it's actually it's like B. It's like B shot from like one camera. Is it real got, pretty looking? Yeah. No, no, no. You, oh, you guys oh, haven't there? seen it? Oh, I have. There's seen pro that. shot 84 the... footage out there now. It's like okay. an hour and a half. An hour and a half concert, Donington 84. Awesome. You've awesome. never seen that? No. Oh, I you got... Oh my gosh! Uh, you guys are gonna have to add to the back. I'm gonna write in the back of this I, book. Yeah, that's what it exactly. Anyway. Oh. Anyway, like I said, I grew up on Van Hagar, and you guys, you know, some of you guys will be laughing at me, and that's fine. But, but when you see this footage, like, you see it, and like, for me, I, I understand. I totally get where you guys are coming from when you see footage like that, when you see the energy of Van Halen, 1984 era. I'm the Dave fan of the two. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm I I love all it of it. Equals it I'm, out, Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I agree with you 100. percent I I love you know all the songs, all the music, and, and like I said at the beginning, the the foundation of the three always there with with Eddie, Alex, and Michael. I mean, that's what you know with Eddie playing the guitar, and of course, you know, Mike on bass. I mean, geez, his solo in '84. Uh, and, and Todd brought this up. We talked about it. You know, I thought the roof was going to come in when Eddie played his solo. When Mike played that bass, that solo, I can't believe the roof was still on that place. Oh Absolutely my gosh! Incredible. You can. That's 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 another thing. Ron and I were talking about this on a on a previous show. Is in this in this uh, pro shot footage 
you see Michael Anthony's 84 solo right there from the stage and you where saw he's, he's, he's playing a Kramer. Kramer <laughs> he's playing one of the Kramer basses. He's throwing it down on the ground. He's jumping on it. Yeah. And to see it that close up, because this is the first time anything from, from that era has been released like this, like this yeah. much of it, at least. And it's shot from side, right uh, alongside It's shot the stage. right. Yeah. You guys, have, I can't believe you guys have never seen this. I can't believe I've it. I've seen Toronto footage. I've seen Montreal footage. That's yeah. Oh, that's yeah, nothing. I've seen all the that's crazy nothing. stuff. That's nothing. Let me, let me show you guys a couple uh, uh, stills from that, if I can find. I just want to. But that, you guys, that, you, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna jump. Literally, I mean, you guys are gonna jump yeah, out of here exactly. and, and watch right, that. Right, right. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. So, you have that. the link, John, Johnny. Why do I say John? Do you have the link, Johnny? Still, or is it still even up? Uh, some of it is up. Wait, is that the whole thing? Yeah, the, the, somebody has taken a bunch of it down. Some of it is up. I'll just, I'll just show you guys like, like a second of of uh let me see. is this the whole thing how yeah, is the audio to... on it the audio was mixed in the audio is audience oh, okay. but the audio is still good it, the audio okay. was still good but the the audio was definitely audience but it's the footage it's it's unbelievable it's it's unbelievable let me uh yeah that want who do you think released it or shared it or snuck it out? Uh, it was it was shot for television, I believe. Okay. Oh. Uh, and it, it and it, it's B roll, me, meaning it's it's like a, a camera from the side right. of the stage. It's not like right. meant Somebody's to be like right. right. Like you'll see. I'll 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 just kind of like show you like some stills mm -hmm. from this. Let me see. I mean, that's incredible that that's out there and it's just being released 40 years later. Somebody had that in the archives in an old box yeah. marked, don't wow. throw away, you know? It's unbelievable. Like, you guys won't believe this. I mean, how, how close this is. Yeah. That was probably oh, the guy right next to us. <laughs> I mean, it's literally, it's shot oh. from the stage. Yeah, like right there. They're like 10 feet away from him. It's shot right. from literally from the, the 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 look like that close right there oh yeah great. oh yeah where's the where's the oh there we go yeah see there's mike on the stage rolling around oh that's awesome playing the where's the kramer at he's like smashing the kramer it's it's unbelievable that's what he thought of kramer guitar <laughs> oh my gosh oh yeah look at that great shot there and that's the thing we had never seen him playing that guitar until this was released. See right there, the Kramer bass. Right. Oh my gosh. He it's takes a metal it, neck. Smashes it on the ground. There's the gong in the background. Oh, yeah. the gong. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Do you guys have gongs? That. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what, after seeing the Unchained video, I wanted one. And that was actually part of the conversation on the van ride over to 84. That was my main thing, is Alex going to light the gong on fire and just start beating the heck out of it. And he did. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, mm -hmm. just mind -blowing. Anyway, you guys are going to have to check this out. It's called Donington 84. And I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I can, okay. it, it's on YouTube. Parts of it are on YouTube. When, when it first came out, it was an hour, almost an hour and a half long. Perfect. 
Kind yeah, of that's like a part of it. So that's they keep shrinking it, right it down, Ron? Like people are pulling stuff out or what? Looks like it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how it got out there, but it's, I mean, that, that's the thing. The past few years, all this stuff has been been leaking and and i mean us as fans it's it's amazing stuff incredible just incredible oh, absolutely stuff amazing yeah to be you able know? to see that and relive that is just amazing mm-hmm. yeah yeah so, so cool. let me just let me just say that. though because of that footage there i i can't even i can't even comprehend like what you guys were seeing that night 10 rows mm-hmm. back i mean because that that was like I mean, just uh, the, the the volume, the, the the audio at that at that show, to see the band running oh. around, you know, yeah. throwing guitar picks, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Let me ask you one one question that if you even remember this, what did you think? Because uh, that was that. Well, that it wasn't the first tour where they played keyboards. Well, I'll ask you guys this: your 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 trivia. What was the first tour where there was a keyboard on stage? Do you guys know? For Van Halen? Yes. You know... Would it have been Diver Down? The Diver Down tour in 82? No? Earlier. Okay. The yeah, chat's down. <laughs> oh, Probably fair warning? Bob, 1980. 1980. 1980, Van Halen actually... They played in the Cradle Rock live, and Michael played the keyboard part on stage. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Eddie played a Les Paul. So whenever you see Eddie playing a Les Paul in the from the 80 era, that's the only song they're playing is 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 uh, Cradle Rock. But when that 84 came around, Michael and Edward both played keyboards together on the on the for for I'll wait and for jump. Oh, gosh, what a great song. Yeah. So if you guys even remember this, like, do you guys remember during Jump, Eddie played the guitar solo on a keyboard? He didn't even play guitar on, on Jump right. live. Correct. Do you remember right. that? It, yeah, we do. Because that was another one of the things we kept asking. How is Eddie going to play the guitar and the keyboard at the same uh, time during Jump? And that mm-hmm. was the one thing. As soon as they started that, that was our focus right there. and What Eddie was doing and everything. It, yeah, that mm-hmm. was uh, that was great to see. So cool. Yeah. yeah, here we were, twelve years old, trying to solve their problems, Johnny. Like, in the back <laughs> of the bucket, you know, uh, what are we doing here? Is it keyboard? Or are we going to jam? Yeah. What uh, are we going to focus on? Yeah. Right. Oh it, gosh. That was but, our dilemma when, when you, in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, but when you talk about being in the tenth row and how loud it was. I thought autograph was loud when they played and I think maybe they had seven or eight speakers, but Mm -hmm. in that half an hour, 45 minutes when they did the set change and the first time I saw the bank of speakers for Van Halen, I, it was just a wall of speakers. And then of course, like I said, when, when Eddie started out with unchained, that place just rocked to the core. I've never heard, and still to this day, I don't think I've ever heard a concert that loud before in my life. I mean, it shook me from the inside <laughs> out. Huh? 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Thank God we had a long weekend there because we couldn't hear anything until Monday. That's right. That's you guys right. have tinnitus now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the constant ringing in my ears all the time. Right. Right. Oh, gosh. I don't uh, know. Just one incredible night. Right. Right. I mean, it was like big Bertha's <laughs> hanging up there. I mean, it was just so powerful, so impressive to look at. Even before they turned it on, like Chris said, that the yeah. curtains drop for maybe one second and you get a bird's eye view right there and wham, here comes Eddie with the spotlight and whew, you're blown back. I mean, that Aquaman yeah. hair for the women never would have shifted anywhere. But if you had long hair as a man, true. your hair went straight back. I mean, you were literally <laughs> blown away in your Forenza sweater or your guest jeans or whatever you were wearing, parachute pants. Uh, I mean, it was parachute very pants. impactful. Uh, and it really yeah, was. and nonstop. <laughs> there, they, there was no break whatsoever. I mean, it was just nonstop music from the second they started. Right. Mm-hmm. And I right. loved, I, I always loved the way Van Halen did that, though. You know, started out and everything, then each one of them took their solo and everything. And I just thought that was one of the greatest things because there wasn't like a, a break or just somebody sitting up there to kind of give everybody a little bit of break. So when, when each one of them did their solo and especially, you know, how could you, you know, have any complaints or anything? Okay. Eddie Van Halen with this solo, Michael Anthony with this solo, and then Alex Van Halen doing a solo. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't know which one, you know, outplayed the other, but it was just so cool to to see that. And that happened, you know, I've seen Van Halen 15 times and the way they maintained that structure throughout the years was just, just so cool to see. So, so then obviously you saw them in 84, Chris. And then after that, saw them in 84, saw them with, 5150? Uh, with Sam 5150, OU812. And the, the beauty of being in Cincinnati is, I've got Columbus an hour and 45 minutes from me, Indianapolis an hour and 45 minutes, Lexington, Kentucky an hour, Louisville a little bit over an hour and a half. So when they came on tour, hey, I could go Cincinnati here. So I saw multiple times on the tours and everything. It was great. And uh, yeah, just seeing them. And and I got to take uh, my wife for the first time. Uh, it was the balance tour. And actually we went down the Rupp arena down in uh, Kentucky and that was her first experience with Van Halen. And then, you know, she had a great time and everything, but that was the beauty of where we are similar to what you experienced that, Hey, we could go. And it was always great if they went, you know, Cincinnati to Columbus, then the East coast, then come back mm-hmm. later and hit that Indianapolis. So, you know, you can span it out over a month or two instead of back-to-back nights and stuff. So I, I was so fortunate to be be able to experience right that back. and see them multiple times. Right, right, right. Yeah. Jenna says we sound like deadheads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I've seen them 104 so times this week. <laughs> this week. So... Johnny, which uh, so you've seen them 12, 13 times. What was your favorite tour that they went on? Let me see. Well, I'll I'll, I'll just I'll I'll uh, I saw them 88 
Not not the yeah. Monsters of Rock tour. It was the the tour after Monsters yeah. of Rock. So it was it was actually just O eight one two. It was them and a band called Private Life. That was a band okay. that Valerie Bertinelli had discovered out of uh, Louisiana. Eddie actually produced their album. I don't know if you guys okay. knew that. Joke. If you guys have that, I didn't know that. They have two albums. Edward and Ted Templeman produced both of them. So I saw them in '88. For very first time, it was amazing. Cause see, before that, I had the the uh, Live Without a Net home video. Okay. I'd be watching yeah. that every day. So I know that you yeah. you guys can actually can freeze frame a part of that, and I'll tell you exactly the song out of that. Right? <laughs> okay. So I'd watch that every day. So '88 was the first show. Incredible. Couldn't believe it. Uh, let's see. '88, '91. Uh, I saw them. 92 i saw them they came back it, it, it was a different leg of the 92 tour um and actually i had met uh a band called mr big right uh, yeah. you know uh billy sheehan and see normally what i do is i i every time one of these names get 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 uh said i i do something like this so i had met billy sheehan hey sure. this is billy sheehan you're watching johnny boone tv okay ready ready Hola amigos, this is your bass player Billy Sheehan. You're watching me right here on my dear friend. It went away. Oh no. Johnny uh, Beans. <laughs> I can I can He couldn't remember my name. That's okay. okay. So we're best friends though, apparently. So so I'd met Billy Sheehan. Van Halen was gonna be in town like a month later. And all I asked Billy Sheehan was, hey, can you get me passes to Van Halen, like backstage? <laughs> He's like, no, nah, I can't. So, okay, so I saw them 88, 91, 92. In 93, I saw them three times because out here in the Bay Area, they would play like three nights in a row or they would play like three or four venues mm -hmm. like right. an hour away from each other. So right. if you wanted to, you could hit all these shows, you know, during that weekend or whatever. So 93, 95, I saw them three times. And one yeah. of those shows, um, Eddie was actually detained. He was going to get on a plane coming from Burbank up to Oakland. And he forgot he had a loaded gun in his bag. Did you guys ever hear that story? Oh, geez. I did not hear that story. So he gets Are detained. I get to the show and the show says show canceled illness. And then in the paper that week, there's a story saying Eddie Van Halen gets detained at an airport going to Oakland because uh, he had a gun in his mouth. Oh, no. So they had to come back and redo that show, right? So that's, that's uh, 95, three times um, after that. 98, I did not get to see them because I was on tour myself that, that year. So in 98, I did not get to see them live. Uh, but uh, what was that for that? Oh, four? Oh, four, I saw them once I, I i think we're counting but basically i've seen them every every the, the last tour 2015 Everybody. i saw twice. them twice I, the yeah. second to last show i saw them concord california i was 10 rows back on edward's side oh geez. and i had never seen him play that close up now i i had gotten the uh i i, I had met him a year before I was invited to a private party. I was invited to a few and I, I could have met him a few times. And I, I, I for some reason or another, I, I didn't go. But I did go one time 
I did go one, one oh, time to a party. Oh, that's awesome. So I did meet him. I did meet him. I get, I did get to talk to him, you know, and everything. Um, but this was in, this was 10 years ago. This is 2014. But in 2015, I got to see him like 10 rows back doing his thing. And I spent the whole show just being like, I just can't staring believe at him. I can't believe yeah. what I'm seeing here. Sure. Couldn't believe Star it. Stuff. So, so I like, like I'm saying, I can't imagine you guys 10, 12 years old or whatever, 84, 10 rows back. I it's mean, no wonder that, there's yeah. a book because that's, that's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> it absolutely you know? is. Absolutely is. Yeah. And we were in the perfect spot too, because, you know, we got straight ahead. We got Dave to the left was uh, Michael to the right was Eddie. And of course, straight back was Alex. And, you know, we didn't have to, you know, constantly going on with our peripheral vision. Yeah. We could see the whole entire thing, but you know, I was focused just like you, Johnny, I was focused on Eddie just watching what he was doing and everything like that. And, you know, and, and then of course, uh, you know, Mike just, just killing it on that base. Mm -hmm. yeah and well, michael's so a, stuff right go ahead michael's a great dude i i've been been lucky enough I've, I've gotten to meet michael many many times over the years oh that's awesome and and yeah. he's he's uh he's just he's just incredible um yeah. and it was great to it was great to see actually I have, a, I have a card from a previous show did you guys know did you guys know that michael and, and wolfgang they, they got to meet or they got to reunite like a couple few months ago did you guys hear I was about that? Something on that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. My, Michael went to one of Wolf's shows mm -hmm. and, and got to reconnect with Valley Bertinelli. Good. And, Good. and, uh, I mean, that's for us. I mean, that's just, that's so, so good to see. And especially Amazing. for someone like me that runs a pretty big Van Halen group on Facebook where there's nothing but fighting left and right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, for one thing, it shows you how much people love this band that they'll mm -hmm. be like Roth. No, Hagar. No, you know, like all right. these years later, all these years later, the band will never. I mean, unfortunately, the band is is no more because no Edward Van Halen, no Van Halen. And no Van Halen. Right. right. You're right. Whatever. You're right. Mm -hmm. But but to see these fans every day to be saying, you know, I like this. I like this, you know. And that just shows you the, the, the power of, of the Van Halen, right? Yeah. Well, um, I think so much, I think so much took place that night and back in 1984. Uh, I always think sometimes what happens if I would have saw a different concert for the first time? Would I have fallen in love with music as much as I have after seeing Van Halen? <laughs> air supply. Um, exactly. <laughs> or, or something like If that. you were 10 rows back at an air supply show. <laughs> He's all out of love. <laughs> Lover boy. There, yeah. There, there wouldn't be a book and we wouldn't be sitting here right now. That's for sure. Right. I mean, to see. Dave the book would be Ross, this. Right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, oh, you know, we were. I, lo I love air supply. I love it. One thing. <laughs> let me just say, I love all music because I am a musician. Yeah. I actually right. do play. Right. And like what I was saying earlier, I, I, I talked to Andy Summers, you know, from the police. There's like a photo we took a couple months ago. Um, 
he when I discovered him, he totally, you know, when I grew up, I wanted to be Eddie Van Halen. I think we all did. But when I met Andy Sump, when I before I met him, but when I heard him, the police, that totally got me away from doing all this. And it got me into just different things. And then you guys don't know this, but but uh, a few years later, I ended up I ended up being in a band and I was signed and I was working with with a producer named Desmond Child, who I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he wrote you give love a bad name living on a prayer dude looks like a lady okay. right you know all the right. big bon jovi aerosmith stuff was him and old kiss right? songs too i was made for loving you okay. kiss all that stuff so Robert. so when i got to that stage like it was more like okay like i'm in the music business like i kind of know like it's different you know it's a different thing and so like when i met edward it was like it wasn't it was like yeah that's eddie van halen but it was like oh he's just a regular person and and whatever that's like what i was saying if i if i had met eddie back in 80 well 86 87 88 forget it i wouldn't it would have been just whatever Correct. You know? but chris i mean you met him in 84. i mean exactly <laughs> i i mean it, it, it like i said you know you're it, it meant the world to me at that time and i was in awe but you know backing up you know a few years later it, really to understand what happened in that moment who i actually met shook their hand and you know signing my uh cassette liner it's just you know, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have the the same mindset that, you know, I had years later and stuff. And, you know, I probably would have hugged him and tried to do other stuff like that, you know, trying to get a shirt or something like that. But, you know, it's just, you know, the meaning that it has to me right now is just incredible. Mm -hmm. I shook his hand because I, 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 I had a mutual friend introduce us. You know, I had her introduce us and. and and she's like, hey, you know, Eddie, this is Johnny Bean. And and I, I remember uh, telling him, hey, I, I drove down from here and it, it took like five hours to drive. Normally it takes a little longer. And that was one of the things we joked about was he's like, oh, he's like, uh, I'm like, I drove down here, you know, and 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 it was a private party. And 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 so it was it was it was really cool. And anyway, I remember him saying to me, oh, well, I was after the show was over, after the thing was over, the event. And he's like, well, hey, well, now you can go home. And he gives me a fist bump to the chest, Eddie. Oh, and Eddie, he's right in my face talking to me like this. He's right in my face. And he had had the sausage hors d'oeuvres at this party. So his breath is right in my face. I could smell his breath. He's right looking at me like this. Gives me a fist bump like this. And, and I'm like, oh, wow, he's like a real guy, you know? And it was like normal. It was like normal. Like if I was 14 back in, you know, in the 80s or whatever, forget it. It would have been just whatever but it was about a week later i was sitting at a stoplight and it, that's when it hit me like i met eddie yeah, i met i met him right. mm -hmm. i met him and it right. was like wow you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then it all just comes rushing down and the appreciation for that and everything it, it really becomes overwhelming at that point yeah 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 it it, it does but it, it is different now though i mean for me like when i meet when I meet people, like I was just at the NAMM show a couple of days ago. Like I, I ran into all these rock stars and who did I meet? I met Dweezil Zappa. I met uh, uh, Adrian Vandenberg. I met Corey Feldman. I met him. Uh, I can't, I don't even, I don't even remember who I met. But so anyway, there's, 
they're just people they're they're just they're just yeah, regular people yeah. whatever yeah. so it's different now it's different now but but what if it's your you know your favorite your favorite and and uh it, it's yeah it's very it's special it's, it's oh it's extremely extremely special mm -hmm. right you know right that's mm. that's right well i think Chris also King, that's right man in the 84 tour each guy had a stage presence that they were tasked with doing for example alex with the drum solo and then setting the gong ablaze i mean that mm -hmm. that was his own niche and then you had david lee roth jumping all over the place but then one thing that really stuck out for me was he's coming out there with a samurai sword uh, and i'm like what what is going on you that know? was his solo right and that, that yeah, was his solo and doing it and he's yeah. doing it and i'm like this is awesome i mean what's going on here the music actually to that i don't know if you guys know this eddie was playing a keyboard during that part okay. eddie's playing a keyboard okay. and and roth is out there doing the sword thing right, right the music eddie is playing on the keyboard was actually a part of a soundtrack to a movie that was released that year called the wildlife Oh, really? That is awesome. Like, if you guys want to totally go back to 1984 and have some Van Halen music, check out a movie called The Wildlife. Is that the throwback okay. to the high, school, the high school kids? Is that right? The wildlife? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about these high school kids and, the, right. and, and, right. and this kid that, that, that graduates high school, but then he hangs out with high school kids. Right. And all, all the trouble they get into and right. the party. And Edward Van Halen did the whole soundtrack. Awesome. So you can hear oh, wow. a lot of ideas to songs that would be released on future records. Right. There. Right. That's right. awesome. And yeah, I remember you guys were the... talking about Michael Anthony just, you know, 10 minutes ago. Michael Anthony, he had not just a Kramer bass, but he had a Jack Daniels bass. Yeah. And he's right oh, there. That was awesome. Made and, by Jackson. Right. And then he, some <laughs> person runs out on the stage, kind of like to slow down, like Chris said, to get everybody a break, and hands him a fifth of Jack Daniels right there. Oh, it was on that it was on that platter. Yeah, you had on right. the platter, and the little person was in a tuxedo, went out and, and handed that to him. Yeah. And that was right <laughs> in front of us when that happened. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was great. Oh, I mean, was, geez. I mean, you almost talk it like you're watching a live play. I mean, you're watching a a uh, Broadway performance because everybody was moving. Everybody was playing a part. It flowed perfectly. It, it was mm -hmm. choreographed perfectly, but it wasn't anything over the top. I mean, it was just relatable, <laughs> realistic uh, at the age of 12, but I mean, it was just never ending. I mean, I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I've been to many concerts after that, uh, and, and I've compared it all to that. I'm like, well, where, where's the fun part? Where's the little fireworks? Where's where where is somebody going right. to smash something? Where's where, the little what, people on the Jack right? Daniels? Where's the little people? When, <laughs> when is somebody uh, going to jump in the air and cross their, their feet in the air? When when is somebody going to yeah. jump off the back of the drum set? When is somebody going to go up off to the left and the other guy is going to go way <laughs> off to the right and they're going to jam together? I mean, yeah. 
it's just incredible to be and Van Halen and I thank them all for this. I mean, they gave us yeah. a tremendous gift. And 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 this book and Chris and I and, and you guys sharing the story, it, it's a tribute to those guys uh that gave us so much. I mean, they, they truly did. I mean, I was in the right place at right. the right time. Uh we you know, it kicked off with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, there's Eddie Van Halen's guitars up there in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm there with my daughter, and she screams, Dad, Dad, you got to get over there. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's all the Frankenstein guitars behind this glass case. And I said to her, I said, have I ever told you the Van Halen story? And she said, Dad, I have heard that a million times. <laughs> you told me exactly. 10 minutes ago. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, and we talked uh, times, and it had to be in a book. You know, you and I and, and Ron and Chris, we all grew up with photo albums. My parents had yep. numerous photo albums. And my mom's mom, mm -hmm. grandma had photo albums. Well, now my daughter's age, we, they don't have photo albums. They have them all saved in yeah. their phone. On the, something like this. Exactly. A flash yeah. drive. Yeah, a flash yeah. drive. And I wanted something to be special here to capture the moment, to celebrate with my buddies and to celebrate with guys like yourself and fans all across America that Van Halen gave us something. And I grew up with my dad telling me all about the Beatles and the Beatles and the Beatles and the Beatles, watching them with a $3.50 ticket here where the Reds play the stadium. I mean, it was just nonstop. Well, this is my moment. Right. This, this is my generation that I grew up with. And this is the band that gave me it all. Um, so it's a momentum and it's a cheers to those guys that gave a lot. And, you know, they're coming here to Cincinnati three times between uh, uh, Sammy and, and Michael once and Wolfgang twice. And this place is going to go crazy about it. I mean, they really are. Mm -hmm. People are looking forward to them coming back here again. They really are. And, and you touched about it, Johnny, about, Michael and, and get together with Wolfie and Valerie's behind that. Well, Valerie is in this book. Okay. Somebody engaged with Valerie at the concert that night <laughs> and it's in the book. Uh, yeah. it, it's just very funny. You know, you grow up and my mom says, Oh, Eddie Van Halen's wife. She's in that TV show. So everything just matched up perfectly. It, mm -hmm. it, everybody mm -hmm. should celebrate that. I mean, when you go, it's just right. Really, choice or rad, how they had to say back in '84. <laughs> so uh, I thank them. I yeah. really do. The neat I saw it. and it's been. I saw it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I I was going to say just kind of jump on with what Jim said and everything. The really great part, besides everything Jim said, friends, the concert, and everything, is when we've been out talking to people. The connection with that show. Now we've done a lot of stuff here in Cincinnati, but people saying, "Oh, I was at the Thursday night show." You know, "Oh, I was at the Friday night show," and hearing their experiences. And uh, one uh, one lady brought actual pictures from the Thursday night show that her boyfriend took, and wow. they actually see those crystal clear photos of the gardens and the stage. It was just right. incredible. So that's been so special too. just, you know, be able to talk about Van Halen and everybody else's experience. And, you know, I, that's why we really appreciate you guys having us on. And, you know, 
it's always enjoyable to talk about memories, especially when it comes uh, to deal with Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really I, is. I I saw a photo, and it had it had the the Frankenstrat on the stage laying down, and you see some stuff like part of the amp stuff behind it, and it says sooner or later you'll realize it doesn't matter who was singing. I thought that right. was pretty good. Uh, exactly. Yeah. You're right. Well, that kind of just right, that piggybacks what I was kind of saying, Rod. You know. Eddie, Michael, and Alex. That's that's mm-hmm. the core right there. That's what I, I, you know. I, I think about it, Van Halen. That's that's incredible. I love that. I love that, and it's so true too. It really is. Um, you nailed it. You really did, Ron. Great, great additive right there, buddy. That was really sharp. You know, so. So Johnny, I and, and Ron. So I got to ask you. I I love asking this question when we meet people. What is your all-time favorite Van Halen song? If you had one song that you had to listen to, Van Halen, what would it be? You have one choice. Hmm. Uh, That's not easy. (laughs) Wow. Okay. <laughs> Ron, Ron you, did you have all their albums? Not, uh, not all of them. Oh, well. <laughs> I had I had the Dave ones and then then fifty one fifty. Okay, how about in the chat? Okay. In the always ask the chat. We got sixty people here. Okay, in the chat, what what uh, what's your your one favorite Van Halen song? Is that it? Oh, naturally wired. I see that. That's a great song. Yeah, love that. That's a good one. Fair warning, great album. Oh yeah, Unchained. There it is. That's my favorite. Wow. I see you, Chris. Tom hit that on the head. That that's mine. That's your favorite one, Chris. Unchained. Yeah, Unchained. 100%. Did you hear the track that was released like a couple few months ago? That has some I've of the extra. Of it's not the whole song. It's like a piece of the song, but there's more of like the instruments on it that were like taken off the final mix, like more oh, guitar no. stuff. You didn't hear oh, that? Really? Oh my God. I did hear that. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. That's two things. Okay. I'm I have going it. to bed tonight. I, I, I've got <laughs> So I'm going to have to watch the footage and I got to do that. So I'm going to call in sick to work tomorrow. <laughs> all right. All right. Here, here's a great question. Here, here's a great question for the chat room. Okay. Oh, I see. What was the Van oh, Halen? I, I, what was the Van Halen song on Jeopardy last night for the one thousand oh, yeah. dollar answer? Oh. Anybody know that one? In the chat, In I the don't have chat. a TV. I don't have a. Yeah. I don't have a TV. So, although I do, uh, Greg Renoff and I do follow each other on. on yeah, that. you should know that one then. So John. I, I do know. You, you'll know that one, right? 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 And that was a great one. That was a $1,000 question. Uh, and the woman went, I know that, piece of cake. And she nailed it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the clue was this Van Halen song also makes a sound with a volcano. Something <laughs> like that. Something like that. Right? Was... <laughs> On fire? Pretty close. <laughs> was was I, that I on fire and fresh? I didn't explain the question correctly, but the, uh, anybody answer the yeah. chat? 
Uh, in the chat. I was surprised. Well, maybe maybe you're going to mention this. And again, I don't have a TV, so I, I don't right. watch Jeopardy. I understand, sure. But it looks like they have a Van Halen category now. They did. It was a Van Halen that? category. It was last Yeah, night. that's pretty good, correct. man. Right. The whole Van Halen category. And, and then last week, I think, uh, they showed a picture of Wolfgang uh, during the uh, oh yeah, 2004 tour, I believe, with Eddie, and they said, "Who was that young kid standing next to Eddie Van Halen?" And the woman got it right. She chimed right in. She's like, yeah. "Sure, that's Wolfgang Van Halen." So I, I was really impressed. I mean, it was a young photo of him, very young. Uh, mm -hmm. and she nailed it. It was great. So Van Halen's yeah. been hitting the waves the last couple of weeks or a month on uh, Old Jeopardy. That's pretty neat. Celebrating yeah. all the history, that's great. It, it's a never-ending. Yeah, I see a couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see a couple there of on there. So, yep, got that yeah, right. There yeah. you go. I, so I would here's have a, to say, I'd, I'd have to say either "I'll Wait" or "Hot for Teacher." Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Favorite song. All right. There you that's go. A good one. Okay. Hot for teacher. Hot for teacher. Yeah. That was the last. All right. Time we're still waiting for yours, Johnny. Well, I mean, it, it's it's impossible to one? name one. But I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd have to, I, if, if I was, I would have to go back to like when I first got into them and what was happening, you know, what were the songs on those records? 5150, 0812 era. And okay. I, I mean, yeah, you guys are going to, going to hate me, but I'm going to have to say like when it's love. That's a great song. <laughs> oh. no, Here, I'll do this for you. Great. Yeah. <laughs> because for me, uh, for me, MTV, I have the memory of, of folding papers for my paper route, you know, to pay for my drums, okay. you know, the whole story. Right, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and MTV would be on in the room, and When It's Love was the video that was always playing. Okay. So. Exactly. I thought you were oh, saying, that's you know? cool. Dun, 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 yeah. Or Whacking Out This Beloved. <laughs> I, I love all those songs. I love the Van Hagar era. Yeah. And Chris, I know you do too, because I saw a photo of you in that in that book wearing one of their shirts. So. Oh, the tie-dye. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what? That that picture, that was the, the balance tour in 95, and that's my wife in uh, the picture there with me. That was down at Rupp Arena in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Another great show. A great tour as well. <laughs> you got to love that. The tie-dye Van Halen. Oh, yeah. That screaming 90s all over the place. 95. Yeah, I remember oh, that that's shirt. That's great. I remember. I, I didn't buy that one, but I, I do remember that one. So Johnny and Ron, with with Sammy and Michael going on tour here soon, it, it kicks off here, what, I think in the next 30 days, I believe, or 20 days. I, I'm not for sure, but. I think it's the summer. Okay, it's just a summer tour. I okay. Yeah. Are they going to be sold out? I believe, in my opinion, that, that they're going to be sold out every single place they go, each and every time. Do you think they're going to turn one night into two nights because it's selling out so quickly, or the crowd is just in awe? You know, what do you, what do you guys think? You know, or are those days over with where people turn one night into two or circle back around because they're going to be in, you know, Venice or aren't, LA the, or Sacramento. Aren't the tickets already started for that sale? I yeah. believe so, Ron. Yes. Oh, they've been for yeah. sale for a while. Right. Yeah. They want to yeah. sale right before Christmas. Mm -hmm. yeah. I already have a ticket for it. 
Laz, our friend Laz got me a ticket. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want to be technical, if you want to get technical, it depends on the venue. It depends on how big the venue is. Okay. If you want to get that technical, it depends on, on the venue. It depends on the market. It depends on the city. Right. Like it, like, believe it or not, you guys, and, and, and maybe you guys can't believe this, but Van Halen is actually much bigger where you guys are in Ohio than out here in California. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you, what do you attribute I that didn't to? Realize what, that. What, what, why Their fan that? base is bigger, is, is much bigger on the East coast or, or, or Midwest than, than out, out mm-hmm. here. It's like up, up here in the, the Bay Area, Sammy Hagar's from here. So he's he's big here. I mean, they would sell out. They would sure. do multiple nights here and stuff. But I can tell you for a fact, uh, they're much bigger in other parts of the country than than here. Okay. So I would see that I would see them selling than selling out more over there than certain places here, maybe. But again, if you want to get technical, it depends on the venue they're playing. Uh right. Right. You know, yeah. something like the Hollywood Bowl. I think that they're scheduled probably for two nights at the Hollywood Bowl. That would be a guaranteed sell night L out for two nights in a row, I would think. Uh, because mm-hmm. if Riverbend down here, that seats probably 26, maybe. Is that right, Chris? 25, uh, part indoor, the rest is in the lawn. Uh, that, but, yeah. That's going to be sold out in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, I think Bangle the pavilion State, part of that's already sold out. Right. The Bengal Stadium can seat, I believe, with blocking off the back end of a concert, it'll seat 70, 75,000. Uh, mm-hmm. That includes the floor because you're not going to sell the behind anymore um, because of security reasons. But I agree with you. But, I, you know, Wembley Stadium, something like that, Market Square Arena, I mean, it's going to be packed. I mean, everybody keeps saying, well, I don't know if they're going to come back. Wembley Stadium? Are they playing Wembley? Wait a minute. No, I just throw that out. <laughs> I was going to say. Live Aid, right? When did they start the European leg of well, this tour? Did you guys know? Did you guys know that when Van, when Van Halen did play Wembley Stadium in 95, they opened for Bon Jovi? Oh, did they? Did you guys know that? I didn't bon, know. And that's the thing. Bon Jovi was way bigger over there than Van Halen was. Yeah, so is David Hasselhoff, right? <laughs> German. Well, that's German. German. Right? That's German. <laughs> right, German. And he eats the hamburgers on the floor. Right, right. So that is pretty funny you say that. I guess if you're right, you know. Um, I guess it depends on all the venues that they're going to. But that, I am it, very surprised, yeah. though, Johnny, that it is bigger here in, in the Midwest than it is in California. They're that's they're much funny. bigger in the Midwest than they are in California. And I hate to say that, but that's it's it's true. It's 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 the truth. I mean, I, I would go anywhere. I mean, I love them. Right. Here in Santa Cruz, California, I'm shocked if I see somebody in a Van Halen shirt. Shocked. Really? And every once in a while, oh, I'll really? see somebody. Every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while uh, out here where I live in Santa Cruz. Um, it's just not the scene here. It's just not... Okay. You know? Jeez, that's a, uh, I know, it's shocking. It blows like, my mind. It, it really is, yeah. And, and you know what? When we started talking about, you know, the book and everything in the 84 tour, that, you know, we knew they played here two nights, Thursday and Friday night, 
But when you look at the other cities that they went to, very few places outside of New York and L.A. did they play two nights. But Cincinnati got two nights on that tour, right. which is right. just incredible. So it kind of backs up maybe a little bit what you're saying right. there, Johnny. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it. I mean, because Dayton, Ohio mm -hmm. is 45 minutes away, and they played in Dayton. And like Chris said, Louisville is only less than an hour if you're doing 75, and they played there. They played in West Virginia, Charleston, West Virginia, I believe, twice on that tour. So in a span of an hour and a half, Indianapolis, they were there, you know, five major cities, yeah. less than an hour, hour and 15 minutes, pedal to the metal, and boom, 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 boom. But I, I thought it would have been the same way over in California. I truly did. I thought, you know, Anaheim, <clears throat> L.A., Hollywood Bowl. You know, I was just there. Yeah. I was just in Anaheim. <laughs> I, I just know. I just drove past past right. there, yeah. Right. It depend. It totally depends on the venue, and I like. I, I, I mean, like, if you want to get really technical technical about it, it totally depends on the venue, and it depends on what other shows are happening around that Correct. time. Correct. And the uh, the location. You know, they're, they're going to be in Cuyahoga Falls, yeah. also, Sammy and Mike. Well, okay. Okay. Nice. Right. So. Right. I mean, that's a lot. You're right. You know, yeah. in L.A. And, and New York, they get inundated with so many concerts that I can only imagine trying to set up venues a year in advance to start putting thumbtacks in the spot of where you're going to go. And then you hear the venue say, oh, I'm sorry, I've already got that book with them. Or I'm already sorry, this the ice capades is coming through. And then you got to sit there and move that and move that. I mean, that would be just fascinating. To be the guy or the girl behind the scenes putting that together for Hollywood Bowl. You go Dolly Parton, you go, you got Green Day probably coming there this summer, and then you got Sammy and those guys coming, and Wolfgang's in the mix of that too. I mean, that would just be a fun summer run right there to put that all together. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, the amount there's of some great concerts coming through here. Um, I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, and how many of them actually have to turn them down? Because other musicians came out like three or four days or a month earlier to announce putting it together. And then they got to tell a band, sorry, we're already booked that weekend. And you're going around, you know, Hollywood Bowl to come back up to hit Santa Monica or play something there or what have you. I think it'd just be intriguing. I think it'd be fascinating to find the person that puts that all together for Sammy and, and Michael for this coming concert. Just who took the phone call? Yes, we'll got, we got you here. Count us in, you know. It was Dave. But I think it's going to be a great summer for yeah. those guys. I really do. I mean, they're yeah. getting older. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting older. You know, my daughter is now 20. She's grown up with the story. So she has a chance this summer possibly to see them for the first time. Yeah. Um, is she going to do it with her friends? I don't know. I mean, she grew up with a different music uh, genre than I did. And so I hope she does because I don't want it to be like, oh, I wish I should have, could have. And, and we, Chris and yeah. I, and I'm sure Johnny and Ron, you guys have friends that say, ah, I'm not going to go to that concert. And then that was the last time they ever went on tour or they broke yeah. up forever. They never got back together or switched out lead singers or a front man. And like, well, mm -hmm. I guess I should have. And, and I hope the younger generation doesn't pass it up. Go out there, 
You don't have to buy the expensive seats. That's not what I'm saying. You can sit all the way up there in the nosebleeds for 50, 55. And in 40 years when you're my age, you're not, no one's going to ask you exactly how much those tickets were or where you were sitting. It's just the experience of seeing Sammy and Michael and Wolfgang, part right. of a, a, a craze of the Hall, Hall of Fame. And it, it's just something captivating that these kids need to take and, and run with it so they can feel a part of what history is teaching us as far as like you were yeah. saying, uh, Johnny, the guitar and that kind of stuff. Well, how many people passed up on seeing Eddie? I'll see him next time. I'll see him next time. And, and the next time never came. Same with Elvis. I'll, I'll just see him next time. There, believe you know? me, I, there's, I, 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 have, I personally have a big regret for not going to see somebody. Uh, and I can't imagine mm-hmm. if you did it multiple times. Right. Yeah, you know, right. I, uh, 100%. I mean, I had to, I had to, and the reason I didn't go is I was working over. But another idol of mine was Dimebag from Pantera. Okay. And I, lived uh. in I lived in Springfield, and I had tickets to the Alarosa the night he was killed. Mm. My buddy went. I didn't uh. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Same thing happened with Man. me, Ron, with Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell came to Indianapolis some years ago, and that was his first night to open up on the tour. He played at White River State Park in Indianapolis. And I told my daughter about three days beforehand, we're going to go. She said, terrific, we're going. And they called for a lightning storm that night, right as I was getting ready to buy the tickets the next day. And I was like, the concert's probably going to be canceled. No pun intended, yeah. but White River State Park and, and lightning and water. And then up in Detroit, you know the rest of the story that happened the mm. next night. And and that that's my one regret that I didn't get to see him. Uh, right. I, well, I, I mean, you know, I you you wouldn't know it from all the guitars right here, but I'm a firearm instructor, self defense trainer, have been for years. And uh, the guy I was supposed to go with, he ended up going. So he called me the minute the shooting happened. He called me. He ran outside to call me, mm-hmm. and he's like, if, "I can't guarantee it, but my personality with my instincts would have kicked in." As soon as I saw the gun, I'd have tried to take the guy down because we, where he sure. stood, is where we were planning to stand. Like you know, from here, it was in a bar, so I'd I'd have been literally about eight feet away from Dime watching him play, mm-hmm. which is where that guy ran up. Uh. So, and and the guy's name is Gary. Gary said, he "Goes Ron, I know if you were here, you'd have jumped up and tackled that guy or something." I said, "Damn right I would." Mm-hmm. Then, I said, "What'd you do?" He said, "I got the hell out of there." I said, "Well, that, that's what he does." That's right. But just, just my mindset. Jeez. You know, I see, I see a woman yeah. in the parking lot getting attacked. I step in. Right. Right. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I w- I was at a, a 7-Eleven. We were playing New Year's Eve, uh, nineteen eighty-seven to eighty-eight. My wife had went to the show. She was pregnant. Our son was born in April. So, before midnight, I took her home. On the way back. I stopped at a 7-Eleven to get a, uh, what, a big gulp. And I pull up, and at time I see this guy and this girl in the car next to me, and they're arguing, and she's, he's just screaming and raising his hand, but he didn't touch her. And I, I went in the store, and the guy at the counter I knew, we talked for a minute or so, I walk outside just in time to see her face smash against the window where he just oh. shoved it. I jumped over the hood of my car, opened his door, he had his back to me, 
grabbed him by the back of the hair and the shirt, pulled him out this way. He had no idea. He couldn't see me because he was still, you know, and I, you know, I regret doing it, but the corner of the roof of the car, let's just say his mm -hmm. nose met that right. about five or six times. Uh -huh. I turn, I turn him around to hit him. His eyes rolled back and let him go. And he just fell. Then Jim comes out from behind the counter and goes, Ron, get out of here. I don't, I don't see nothing. The cops are on their way. <laughs> Then the bad part, yeah. by the time I walk around my car, she comes outside and starts hitting me for hitting him. Right? Oh, jeez. Oh, and, and that's just my my mindset, my personality. So I know yeah. I, I could say almost 100%. If I'd have been there, I'd have done something to try to prevent that. Yeah. So, well, uh, I just hope the listeners out there, just if, if they get a chance this summer, uh, even if they're sold out, we tried to go see him. I mean, just be there to witness, watch the growth of, of Wolfie and watch him prosper and move up the ranks. And, and, and it's going to be amazing, you know, because watching him and, and where Chris and I and you guys were back in 84 and watching Eddie, you know, you're going to, one's going to stop here soon, probably, you know, five, six years. And, and Wolfie's going to keep going and going and going and going and going and going. And he's going to carry the torch. I mean, the torch. It's never going to be put out uh, unless somebody says, okay, that's the end of it. Uh, you have so many tribute bands out there. I've never caught wind of a single one of them, but uh, they're keeping the, the message alive, the energy alive, the, the band, the name, the label, the, the backstories, the energy, the pizzazz, the, the parachute pants, the patched up jeans, the MTV. The, and, and, and that's what, people want to be a part of they don't they, they talk about experience today in 2024 how people want to feel experienced i mean it's almost like Jimi hendrix's song is really coming to life today because people have to feel constantly stimulated all the time all the time all the time well go to a van halen concert and you were i mean you go to watch sammy and michael and those guys this summer you're going to be stimulated. You really are. You're going to recognize almost all the songs. You're going to be able to sing right along with them, have a couple brewskis, you know, and go there with your buddies and celebrate the past successes, but then celebrate today's successes as well. Uh, it's not yeah. shut down. It just isn't. And, and that's the power of music. And, and one torch might be a little bit distinguished, but it's going to be raised up again and keep going and keep going. It's just when we all no longer do these things and we no longer write or talk about Van Halen. Then it's over with, but we're still talking about it. They had the Eddie Van Halen con out there, Johnny, and that's alive and well, right? I mean, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And we got to celebrate that every day. You know? Oh, it's, it, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I see it. I run a group called exclusively Van Halen. I mean, that's what the show's called. Correct. But I run a Facebook group. I don't know if you guys are in there. If not, I'll, I'll yeah. invite you guys in there. Yeah. I mean, every day people are in there celebrating this band. And like I said, you know, they, they fight back and forth about which singer they like or whatever. <laughs> but that'll never... And, and a lot of people are tired of that. They're like, uh, not again. But the thing is, it's never going to stop. And that's a good thing right. because that's going to keep the band out there. Right. Yeah, they're always 100%. they'll always be talked about. Always, mm -hmm. right. the, the, the right. impact the impact Eddie had. Everybody wanted right. that guitar, wanted that guitar, wanted that guitar. Right? Correct. Well, I was playing back then. Uh, 
we were on Sin City Records. And my first take from Eddie is I had my grandmother, uh, uh, well, my nona, I'm Italian. Uh, she, I had her take a pair of my jeans with a bunch of leather patches and sew them on like. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Part of my stage gear. Nice. Right. <laughs> I love I it. had the same thing. I wore those too. Yeah. <laughs> from the jump video. Did my nona exactly. make Exactly. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Maybe she, she a, did. Singer sewing machine from like 1907 is what she used to make. <laughs> 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 had the foot pedal to operate it and everything well, it had, to get the stitch going. Gone, but my grandfather, okay. back in the day, can put a motor on it for. Her. Oh, it did have the it did have the pedal. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she, she she went and bought a bunch of different color leather, thin leather, and just did a whole the whole front of the pants in it. Oh, right. that's sweet. Right. Then oh, she made a set of, uh, for our singer. He uh, he wanted he had a it was like a velour purple plum black or black cherry. It was a big jacket. She had him make it into, or she he had her make it into tails like a tuxedo with tails. Oh, that's no. what he wore with leather pants. So. <laughs> oh, nice! Oh, that's uh, awesome. You had the stage yeah. presence, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. But One that was, was anybody wearing spandex or anything like that? Uh, yeah, that, that that was a couple years later. I didn't. I wore. <laughs> okay. I, by that time, I switched to black leather pants. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but our singer, our our singer wore spandex. I think he slept in it, if you ask me. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was my take on, on Eddie at first. You know, I, the guitar sure. was neat, but I wanted the pants. <laughs> right. The pants had a, you know, that people notice right. those on stage. Absolutely, yeah. they do. And then you had a pair of the red Nikes or the white Nikes with the stripe. I had the white with, uh, with the red. Red stripe or the, the white red ones stripe. with the red. Then, then I uh, bought the very first set of Air Jordans when they first came out that are now right. astronomically okay. priced. And I had it oh, for yeah. three days, and someone stole them off my front porch. Oh, oh man. no! Pork pirates. <laughs> pirates! Oh but, gosh! You know it's funny. <laughs> That's great. Is how much memorabilia everybody has saved all these years. And Johnny, you got a lot of memorabilia, and so do you, Ron. And and for all the young listeners out there that go to all these concerts, you know they don't get. They don't get the ticket stubs anymore. They don't get no. the tour guides. No, it's flash your phone and right, right. And yeah, if there's any chance to all the listeners out there that you can get either a ticket or you have to get a printed out scan with the QR code, tell them you want a ticket. So I've heard some venues out there still give like an antique type looking ticket, and that would be really mm-hmm. cool uh, today to say I got a ticket. It's kind of like. Uh, a, a snow skier going down the black diamond. He's got his CB jacket on. He's got all those ski lifts proving that how good he is or how good she is. <laughs> and if they can keep those ticket stubs, man, that's really sharp now. I mean, it really is. Instead of just a scan the yeah. phone and blah, 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 kind of lame if you ask me. There's, there's nothing special because it's not tangible unless you print it out. Uh, my, yeah, that, my well, it's great going through it now. Yeah, right. That's what I, I said. My, it's great. Yeah, my I, I, I'm four years older than my wife, so I started dating her right before she turned seventeen. Uh, 
which was I- illegal, actually. Her dad's a, a okay. preacher, so that didn't go over too well either. I, but she, but she had like a photo the... album full of ticket stuff. Every concert we went to, every movie we went to. Oh. Still, we found it the other day, and it was just a good. You know, I've, we've been married going on thirty-seven years now. So. Don't oh, throw it away. That's awesome. Don't throw it away. No, no, Don't we throw it, away. it was just funny <laughs> going through it. You know. Like, <laughs> and, you know, and that's hilarious yeah going through it and seeing the prices and everything like you oh, said yeah. uh johnny what your ticket was was it 1750 your first one right. and right. then ours was 1250 yeah. then you just see them going up incrementally you know throughout but it, that's the cool part to, <laughs> to go back <laughs> and, and, and see the prices Nowadays, you can't afford the printed ticket. It's too expensive. Yeah, it's right, right. Because of the movies for dollar seventy-five and two fifty. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, going to the matinee for half price. Right. They don't do any of that stuff. They just don't. I mean, but you know what? Folks are going to say the same thing in forty years as we're saying right now. In another forty years, uh, when they when they talk about concerts and growing up and seeing these folks play been there i've done that and people are going to say well prove it to me okay and they're going to have to scroll back on facebook and they're going to have to find that day right there and they're going to say see john and ron back in 2025 i tagged myself at santa cruz and i was right around the corner and i watched van halen uh there i am so yeah there's going to be a way that they're going to say they could prove it uh through ai or something like that and and it's just really cool now that you can bring your cameras in. You can take pictures. Uh, you yeah. know, back then you you could not take any pictures. You couldn't take recording devices. Uh, couldn't take cameras in, in, right? Right. There was a guy in my neighborhood that was a great, great athlete, and his brother was a, a complete nerd when it came to technology, and they faked him being handicapped that they could show. <laughs> They would stow recording devices underneath this wheelchair <laughs> that he would try to record bootleg tapes at the gardens or riverfront college. It never worked. It always oh sounded God. awful. And they were way older. <laughs> right. I've been one of those those bootlegs. I have the, I think I have that show. You probably did. I have a I have a huge box full of Van Halen cassettes, live bootlegs and stuff. I guarantee it. I've heard them all. Oh, yeah, I guarantee awesome. it. That's what it is. Everybody was scared of him, but he was the nicest guy. He was always older than us, you know, smoking Marlboro Reds. He was, but they were really cool guys. But it never worked. It, it never sounded anything like anything. Oh, I got the Kinks. Didn't sound like anything like the Kinks. But uh, sounds like crazy. the Stinks. That's right. The Stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Injustice for All tour, and I think that was only like twenty-one dollars or twenty-four wow. or something like that. Oh, jeez! That was by far the loud, loudest show I'd ever been to. Where were you sitting, though? Right. Uh, I was about halfway. It was Pittsburgh Civic Arena. I was, I was on the floor about halfway back of the whole floor, which had been probably exactly. maybe twenty-five rows oh, back. Wow! Or something. Wow! But loud, oh my God, was that loud! <laughs> did uh, did Van Halen ever play in Three River Stadium up there in Pennsylvania that you know of? Not that uh, I know of. No, that wasn't really big playing back mm. in the baseball fields or NFL stadiums. 
too much in the 80s unless it was a big joint uh excursion um, monsters of rock monsters monsters of rock 88 88 okay that yeah that was really they mostly yeah. played arenas right all right, those years right. Right. I, I know now that, well, it was Heinz Stadium, but now it's AccuSure for whatever reason. But they had like Kenny Chesney, a bunch of stuff like that mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. I think but you got to keep is- them inside, though. That's where you get the, the loudness and, you know, all the acoustics and everything, uh, having them in the inside uh, venues, the coliseums and everything. And that was the right. beauty about the gardens because it was so compact and the way it was i mean you were straight up on the sides but gosh it was so loud that night in 84 and you know we've got uh riverfront coliseum same way but that's a little bit bigger but that gardens was so compact and the way the everything echoed and how loud it was i mean it was bouncing off you know everything in that place mm-hmm. An- mm-hmm. another one i saw in pittsburgh that surprised me was loud was Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Really? You wouldn't think oh. it'd been that loud, but they 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 were. It was the uh the garage tour. Neil okay. Young and then and then a, uh, after that was Deep Purple there. That was Deep Perfect Purple. Strangers. Oh wow. Okay. That was nineteen eighty two, somewhere around there, eighty three, right? Uh it might be eighty five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was surprised how loud neil young was i mean that was you wouldn't think so i mean i could figure it's because he was playing acoustic you know they cranked it up but it just inside the civic arena man it was like he started hitting those you know the chords it was like damn (laughs) all right man man (laughs) that'll wipe you clean right there buddy i was off to the left of the stage on for that one right you weren't Row ten, right in front of the whole pantheon. <laughs> now, deep purple you know. was on the floor. I was about about fifteenth row for deep purple. That's and loud. It, yeah, but it, what was neat was uh, uh, smoke on the water was the very last thing they played, mm-hmm. and all this purple smoke just rolled right from the drum set over the stage on the floor, and we were standing oh, wow. by this time, and the smoke was up to your nose. <laughs> just all purple smoke. You, it was like crazy. <laughs> Nobody oh would stop gosh. drop and roll on that one, would they? No way. <laughs> was everybody leaving uh, during that one? No. Because you know, a no, lot of times I've heard from so many, so many fans. Like if Van Halen closed with Jump, they would actually leave during the song so they could get out of the, get out of the venue because they'd heard the song so many times. Uh, you guys ever hear yeah, stories like just, that? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. So, I get it. <laughs> does that go back to the, I mean, the whole argument and everything, you know, did Jump define Van Halen? No, I mean, that was the early stuff. You know, I'm a huge Nirvana fan and people come up and say, oh, Smells Like Teen Spirit is, you know, oh, the greatest song. No, did you go back and listen to Bleach and all those albums and stuff like that? So, yeah, I, yeah. I can understand where you're coming with uh, from on that, Johnny. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I I always stayed. I mean, yeah. I, I I even stayed until they were done. A lot, of, you know. There yeah. was a couple shows I would go down to the front. You know, you look for guitar picks or or yeah. some of the like oh, texts, yeah. like I know now. 
And I'd be like, hey, like trying to get their attention and stuff, you know? Right, right, right. Well, we have a, quite a few guitar picks from Eddie Van Halen from that night. Um, yeah. We have a picture. We have a part of the stadium, uh, the arena from that night with Michael Anthony. So, Michael Anthony, thank you if you're listening to this or if you get wind of that. Uh, you were playing so loud that one of the guys stood on top of the seat and you were probably seven or eight feet away from him because he snuck closer <laughs> and he was right next to him and yeah. he cracked the wooden seat in half and he took the wooden seat home, you know? Yeah, that's great. So, that's awesome. That uh, is the coolest thing. I mean, everybody, everybody that night was over the top awesome. I mean, it really was. I mean, to, to experience that, uh, I took my daughter to her first concert in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium, and and I felt the same way she did with her friends as I did with my friends. And she was seeing the, the number one top singer at the time, female vocalist. Uh, this is probably about 10 years ago. And, and I just felt the same way. She was in awe. I was in awe. I was the chaperone and the dad, and she was a teenage kid. And, and I felt like uh, Mr. Myers did back then that, you know, yeah, I'll do it, you know, and I'll watch her walk in one way. And my daughter walked out a completely different person experiencing her concert for the first time. And, and it mm -hmm. wasn't like watching paint dry either. The woman was up in the, uh, the rafters, swinging on wires, coming through the floors. I mean, it was it was like our Van Halen concert to her. It was just nonstop. I mean, bang, 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 bang. Uh, I'm just glad she didn't get to see somebody just sit on a bar stool and strum an acoustic guitar for two <laughs> hours. She would have been like, I'm never coming back to this. But uh, That's I, pretty I, much I what the Neil Young hmm. show was. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm okay. sure it probably was. Uh, but my parents grew up with Neil Young, so they were used to that. You mm -hmm. know? And... And they were, but from what my parents told me, Neil Diamond or uh, the Beach Boys, you know, they, they were the next level compared to those guys that you were just talking about. That they, they had a stage presence. Neil Neil Diamond could dance around a little bit and swing, change outfits and do pretty good. The Beach Boys, my dad said, were, were awesome. Just amazing growing up with them. Um, so I, I'm happy that every generation gets that, gets that, gets that, gets that. And, and I, I hope everybody celebrates it. Um, yeah. It's just interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah, every generation has their own, their own thing. And I mean, don't, don't be shocked. There are artists out there where they just sit there on a stool and people mm -hmm. go crazy. Right, right. You know exactly. It totally depends on the on the the artist and the the uh, the vibe of the you know of the right. show. Correct. But right, never, but never pass up the opportunity to actually go see live music, a live concert, and experience that because there is nothing better. And just like you said, they're sitting on a bar stool, acoustic, awesome. But just the experience of live music. Uh, to me, there's nothing there. There's nothing as powerful as actually sitting there and hearing somebody play and sing and, the uh, you know, the power that comes out of that. 
Well, Correct. With, with, with the Neil Young show, the way they did it, I mean, granted, he was sitting on a stool, but they had this, when you walked in, the curtain looked like a gigantic garage door with graffiti on Okay. And then when it dropped, they were inside a garage. Oh, really? The whole, the whole and it was, uh, and there was barrels and spare tires. It, it just looked like he's in a garage. And there was a phone. Awesome. There was a pole and a phone. And, and they, while they were playing, the phone would ring. And he'd pick it up, and they were like, I'm not going to turn this shit down. He'd hang it back and go right back in the zone. And they didn't even take an intermission. Oh, he, they, they stayed there and played for three and a half hours. Oh, so he made, he made up for it. Yeah, he made up for it. But, yeah, I mean, I think he did every song he ever did, including, you know, all the oh, that's national. Yeah. So, oh, that's it, awesome. But it was, it he, you know, but again, my God, was that loud. You wouldn't think it would be, but it was. Jeez. But it was neat how, it, That's how cool. when, the, when the curtain dropped, it looked like they were just sitting in a, a four-car garage with toolboxes and engine parts everywhere, and they were just like practicing. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Awesome. Toolman Taylor right there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Well, pretty That's neat. cool. Pretty neat. Yeah. Job. Yeah. Pretty neat. Special. <laughs> I mean, it's speaking special. of neat, jump. <laughs> Are we going to give one of these away? Yes. Give it you away. You guys want to give one of these away? Let's do it. Give it away. Let's Find do out it. who it is. We'll have In the chat. Johnny, have them message you, and then you and I will do it together, and I'll get it off to them. Okay. In the chat. How do we do this? We got 53 <laughs> eligible users, it says. Okay. What we do is we have them pick a number. There's a, okay. a random number. All right. What should the top number be, Ron? I know this. Well, this will sound crazy to you guys, but we have to keep upping the number. Uh, Seven fifty. Seven hundred and fifty. Yeah. Now here's the thing. We start out with zero to one hundred, zero to two hundred, then four hundred, then five hundred. And then it's like sometimes it, they guess it within 10 seconds. Oh, we, really? We, we went to okay. what? We went to 900 the other day and it took like 45 minutes. <laughs> there we go. In the chat, in the chat, pick a number between zero and 750. How much is the, the book, by the way? Like on Amazon or something. The book is nineteen dollars and eighty four cents, John. I had to get it. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I, the the publisher said, "How much should we charge?" And I'm like, "Well, let's go with nineteen dollars and eighty four cents. That's easy, you know." That's pretty cool. Uh, so, I, I think it's important. I mean, it's a paperback version. This isn't, you know, a hard copy with like War and Peace or anything like that. And I, I didn't want to be selfish, and I didn't want to be greedy. Uh, with me and all my buddies, Chris and Mike, and them, we we want we just want to get the message out to celebrate it. I mean, uh, somebody that's got what it. This is about you know what? Somebody got it that quick. Wow, man, Nicholas, Nicholas, you're the winner. Was it the guy See? with the, the the no the no bozo avatar? Uh, no, he's playing, that. he's, he's playing a strat. Yeah, oh, okay. He's playing okay. a strat. See, already. See, we have That's to keep what? up in the numbers. That sounds weird. 
That's quick. Well, when, you, when, you, when, <laughs> That's he gives awesome. that, when he gives that blue Kramer away on the couch, it's going to have to be between one and a million or something. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got insider trading information there, Johnny. <laughs> I know. Perfect. Let's see. Perfect. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Nicholas Norway jump book. That's not where he lives, is it? Norway? <laughs> no, that's his name. Well, I don't know. That's his username. Well, hopefully we'll get it over there if he lives in Norway. That's not a problem. Okay. We'll get it over on that cargo ship, Ron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicholas, you know what to do. Send me a message. Send me a me send me a message. You can text me 415-952-3263. Give me your info. I will get that over to Jim and he will get you a book. Oh, he's in California. Perfect. Okay, good. Perfect. Good. Awesome. Perfect. It'll be in the mail tomorrow, Johnny. Tell Nicholas, okay? Nicholas. Perfect. That's awesome. Enjoy the Nicholas. book. Well, yeah, have fun with that, Nicholas. We look forward to hearing what you have to say. And it's telling us yeah. your story about your Van Halen concert, you know? Awesome. Yeah, Email us exactly. and get it and read it. And I'll share it with Johnny and Ron, and it'll be a nice little segue into maybe a segment down the road, you know? Uh, yeah. Everybody loves that stuff, you know? Tell us right. something unique about your experience. You know, maybe you saw the garage door go down, and they're in the garage, and they're Van Halen <laughs> way. You know, you met the gorgeous girls with Aquanet, or... You know, you saw Michael Anthony swinging, a, swinging from the rafters <laughs> with the wires. You know, whatever you remember. Uh, uh, share it. I think that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nicholas, you must send me a message, okay? Message me. Message me, uh, and I will get that to Jim. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it was awesome. You awesome. Think yeah. You think we're good? Yeah. I know it's later where you guys are. I mean, for me, it's still uh, it's still light out. But okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here, here. All the chickens already went to bed. Okay, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> the chickens are in the coop for the night. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, to you guys. So, Jim, Jim, yes, and Chris, thank you so much. Hey, thank, thank you, you so much for having story. us. This has been thank great. This is awesome. I appreciate you guys. And is is there an Amazon link to this? Uh, yes, it's just jump. Type in jump to Amazon. Van, jump Van Halen and bingo. It's a piece of cake. Um, yep. That's probably as easy as I can explain it. But if you want to put the text up there, that'd be great. That's real easy. There it is. Jump Van Halen on Amazon book and. Got it. Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to order one. I like. I want to read that. That's. Well, that's great, Ron. Perfect. 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 There you go, you guys. There's awesome. the link right there. Right. Awesome. Excellent. So Thank you, Johnny. Click on that link. Get the yes. book. Nicholas has 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 a, a copy. Nicholas. That's right. <laughs> there you go. There's the link, you guys. Perfect. That's awesome. Perfect. We can't thank you enough for having us on and awesome, let us man. talk about it. Yeah, it really is. Oh, really is. dude. You'll have to have to come back. And, and I love Johnny love and, and listen to you, Ron. You shared stuff that we didn't know. And and and, and mm -hmm. that's hard to do with Chris. Chris knows a lot. He's an expert at this. I, in my really? Opinion, in my opinion, I wouldn't say an expert. I said in my <laughs> in opinion. In your opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> okay. And, and when I hear 
Chris say I didn't know that, it's very mm-hmm. rewarding because um, <clears throat> we've experienced a lot and he's been to so many concerts and, and, and he's very educated on it. So I like it when we learn something that we never knew. And, and I, yeah. you grow that way, you know? Is that, That's your room, Chris, right? No, this is my basement. This is my man cave back here. Okay, but those are your posters. So- Oh, those, those are, are your my posters. posters. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so, so you so, like you like Van Halen and Nirvana. Oh, I I love Van Halen. There we go. Nirvana. I'm trying to see what else I made. Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam. Yeah, I got them all over the place. Right on. Just to see that the is, Nirvana that, and the Van Halen together, that yeah. that tells me you. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Right on. It. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a lover of music and just, yeah, those are my favorite bands back there and get to come down there and see them, you know, at least once a day. It's great. Especially the poster. Yeah. This one right here. I love that one. You know, Eddie pointing in the band and everything like that. It's yeah, it's awesome. That was the centerpiece. Yeah. Cool. All right. So don't, don't hang up you guys. We will say goodbye off the air really quickly. You guys, thank you for watching, you guys. This is exclusively Van Halen. Tuesdays, we talk all things Van Halen. Smash that thumbs up. We got 56 thumbs ups uh, right now. Uh, Subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to 12K YouTube subscribers. We're getting closer. And don't forget, uh, NAM show coverage. You guys can check out uh, hours and hours and hours of video on my channel here from this last week. Uh, but, uh, I think maybe coming up later this week or definitely by Friday, we'll, we'll be talking about the NAM show and all our adventures, the stuff we saw, uh, all the cool stuff. So yeah. All right. All right. You guys, thank you for watching and thank you, everybody. You. Yeah. thank everybody for watching. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you next time. You guys might remember this guy right here. All right. This is Johnny Green TV. Good night. Can I get that hey, right? This, hey, this is Kurt Jeffries from Lost Week on the Van Halen. And you're listening to Johnny Bean Radio. Yeah, radio. <laughs> Whatever. My mind. Do you guys remember Kurt Jeffries? <laughs> I remember that Lost Weekend with Van Halen. Oh, my gosh. He won the, con- the contest. Okay. All you guys, you're... Dr- Although Chris, it sounds like you had like a, like something close, but that was the guy. He got to go on stage with Van Halen. He got to spend a few days backstage with them. Right, right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That's funny. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right. Didn't he just have like surgery a couple of weeks prior to that? Yeah. Yeah, well, he might be watching this. He might, he might say something. I love you. I love All right, you guys. Oh yeah, we'll see you guys later. Johnny Bean TV. Bye bye. Chris Kelly. That way. Chris Kelly. Chris Kelly. Chris Kelly. Chris Kelly. How are you doing now? Good night. <laughs>